Paper one to Vandal Decker. Are you reading? Over. Yes, I'm reading. Over. Uh, we're about to enter the town of Piedmont and recover the satellite. Very good, Cable One. Leave your radio open. Roger. We're now inside the town. It's kind of spooky. I see a church steeple ahead on the left. I mean, it's quiet here. It's the damnedest thing. There's no sign of life. The signals from the satellite are getting very strong. Sir! See that, Lieutenant? See what, Crane? Over there by the fence. It looks like a body. Easy, Crane. You're imagining things. Holy. Sir, it's another one. You're right. Looks dead. Yes, sir. Shall I... Uh... No, sir. Stay in the van. Vandal Decker to Caper 1. What's happened? We see bodies. Lots of them. Are you certain, Caper 1? Damn it, Conroe. Of course we're certain. Your orders are... Proceed to satellite and retrieve. Roger, Vandal Decker. Stay at your stations. Hit that security button. Get me Major Manchek. Somehow they don't already look dead, Lieutenant. They're all over the place. Must be dozens of them. Damn it, get this call through. It's sort of like they just dropped in their tracks, sir. Sir! You see that thing in white? Yeah, it's coming toward us. Hello, Major. This may sound crazy, but there's something strange going on with Caper 1. Lieutenant, sir, I think we should get out of it. I don't think they got away from whatever fucking happened right there. Uh, ooh, start the show with some curses. This is going to be an interesting episode, everybody. Uh, welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. This is Nick the Rat Radio. I am Nick the Rat, and we are having a great evening. It is July 8th, 2020. Holy crap. Episode 238. And right before the show started, I did one of the stupidest things ever. I was... Making myself a little bit of a mixed drink, a little bit of a little bit of vodka. You know what? Let's let's add more to the cup now because it started off sloppy. It's gonna get even sloppier. So I was, I did this. I popped open my vodka bottle and I was I was pouring it into my cup like this. And then uh, you know I was done with the vodka. It's enough of that. You you don't have to go too crazy with it. And then uh. I grabbed this here seltzer bottle, which, which was sitting, sitting here doing nothing for a good eight hours, just sitting here. And then I opened it and it it exploded all over everything, all over my fucking studio. It's, I'm surprised things still work right now. It was one of the stupidest things I ever done. It's right now my shirt is all wet and sticky. I got like sticky titties. My keyboard is sticky. Uh, I swear it's the seltzer. It's not. It's not from anything else. But my mouse is sticky. <sighs> Got it on my balls. My balls are even sticky. This is. If I touch my balls right now, it's gonna. <sighs> See, I'm happy it didn't splash all over again. So let me refill my cup. I don't know. Maybe like a ghost came in here or something and shook up my seltzer on me. Sugar tits. Thank you. Thank you, Hayes. 
Hayes did a really cool picture of uh, Nick the Rat, like Winnie the Pooh, eating mayonnaise from a jar. Just want to say thank you for that. I love uh, I love when people do fan art. Makes me feel special. Special. <laughs> so New York is, I think it's falling apart. There's a I heard about an uh, a eviction apocalypse, uh, eviction, uh, eviction apocalypse coming. There's people that can't pay their rent and uh, and there's no eviction protection and. I think soon it's going to turn into like a, a Deus Ex box city up in here. Um, the, the end is nigh, everybody. The end is nigh. Ugh, I'm so sticky. The dumbest thing I've done by a country mile in a long time. Never opened seltzer around uh, electronical equipment, people. Ugh. Yeah, fireworks would be a bad thing in a, in a box city. That'd be a really bad thing. Uh, but then I'm looking around. I'm seeing all these new antennas for like 5G going up. I'm like, oh, 5G. Because they can't do 5G from satellites. Can they? Are there 5G satellites? I don't think that the signal reaches that far. So, I don't know. Then I was, then I was looking at uh, ways of protection. protection? Uh, maybe like uh, something I could coat my cardboard house with. I was looking. I was, I was coming across this stuff called shungite. So I think, uh, I think shungite might be a, a good thing to invest in. So you just paint your cardboard house with this, and then, uh, and then I was like, looking, what is this shungite that is so powerful? And it turns out it's just carbon. It's mostly it's like ninety seven to a hundred percent carbon. It's just it's it's charcoal pretty much. Ugh, I'm so sticky. I, I, car, charcoal is good for sucking up soot, right? Like I could suck up this seltzer. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, so the shungite. And then I was like, wait, where is this shungite coming from? Then I was like, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's coming from outer space. Ye old English. Uh, Cause it's like it's like oh, it's like like an organic rock or something. It's it's a very strange material there that shungite. It's now I'm like wait, what else? Where, where did this stuff might might have come from? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it came from like an asteroid or something. I don't know where this shit came from. Maybe it came from the inside of the Earth. Maybe it came from outside of the Earth. But then I was thinking that's that's even that's still silly because. The inside of the earth, it's only there because the stuff on the outside. They're, they're, I think as a society, we, we're, we're too much into um, separating, building these, building these walls. And it helps, it helps, it helps to build walls. It helps to categorize and to uh, um, look at things in like a lineage or something or, you know, like the Mosaic era or uh, that's wrong. But, you know, there's like we, we uh, categorize things like there's the food chain. But the food chain is stupid. It's you never know when the food chain could go in reverse. Like a a tree could kill a dog, or a fucking fungus might lay an egg and a bug, and a instead of the bug eating the fungus, you know th these things aren't aren't set in stone. They're not set in shungite. 
And the earth, even though it's, even though we live on the earth and there's stuff outside of the earth, outside of the earth is still like the earth too. It's like what is within is without as well. It's a, like an ecosystem, uh, but a, a giant one. Like this vodka and seltzer is all over my titties and my crotch and, and my keyboard right now, but it's also inside of me. It's kind of like, whoa. But what else might have came from space? What could have come from there? I want to believe aliens, but then again, maybe we are the aliens. See, that's that's. Uh, it's going to be a real weird show tonight, everybody. But we should start the show off instead with some music. We have a great show. We got music. We have news. We've got uh, sticky-ass titties. We're going to have a, a live phone line. People could call. They could they could talk to me. Joe Bites. There was a um, yeah. Before I even play the next song, there was there was I I got suckered into some fake news myself. I saw a clip of Joe Biden saying that Joe Biden was Joe Biden's husband, and I could have sworn it was real. I was like, I listened to it like ten times. I'm like, that motherfucker just said Joe Biden's Joe Biden's husband. But then somebody's like saying, no, no, because his wife's name is Jill Biden, and when he when Joe says Jill, he says it like Joel. Like Joel Biden, Jill, Jill, I don't even know how the fuck he does. I don't know how he makes Jill sound like Joe. It might be fake. It might be a deep fake. I don't know. But then I then I was looking at these other videos. He did it like five times. I found like five videos of this motherfucker saying, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's husband. And I'm like, what? The, whoa. It's it's uh, one of those audio hallucinations. You, you... God, I'm sticky. This is. Maybe I should get naked for the show. No, no, I'm going to leave the sticky shirt on. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, I don't know what I said before, but we're going to listen to some music now. Let's start it off with Diamond Ace. Remix Lasers and Lipstick. I love Diamond Ace. He's in the chat sometimes. Check it out.
want to say thank, thank you. Thank you, Diamond Ace, for showing up in the chat. And thank you, Gene Witch, for telling me I'm coming hot, squirting all over the place. Uh, I think I might be a little bit more leveled out, but... Oh, God, I'm sticky. That was Diamond Ace. Uh, that's a remix of Lasers and Lipstick. That was by somebody else, not by Diamond Ace. But he remixed that shit, and he, rem- he remixed the fuck out of it. Uh, whew. That was awesome. What was that song here? Let me go up music folder here. Diamond Ace. Let me expand that. Lipsticks. L- Laser and Lipstick made that song called uh, Nothing. There we go. I wanted, to get, I wanted to make sure I get all the information in there. All the music is CC BY 3.0. It's all found on SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash likes. You'll find it. It's all there. It's all there, goddammit. Uh, wait, wait. Am I in, um... I'm in the visual... Bam. There we go. Okay. Woo. Welcome back, everybody. It's gonna be a... It's gonna be a long, hard show. We do have, uh, voicemails. We got... We got everything over here. I don't even know what else we have here. We got stuff. We got stuff going on. Looks like, uh, somebody sent us a lot of voicemails here. Let's start off by listening to one of the one of the uh, show's falling a fuck apart. It's because I'm sticky. Don't get sticky. You'll, 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 it'll ruin the show. 917-719-5923. That's where you can leave a voicemail. I'll be opening up the phone lines uh, shortly. After I do the donation segment, I'll, I'll do that. But this is this is what you could look forward to. This is the kind of quality that uh, only a podcast in the sewer could bring to you. Now, you might be like, holy fuck, somebody's podcasting from a sewer, and he's complaining about getting sticky from seltzer, but he doesn't care about the, the sewage flowing over like five feet from, yeah, well, that's fine, because it wasn't all over my titties and balls. Here we go, uh, voicemail. Nick, we need to talk. Oh, no. You've been clipping your nails on my side of the bed again. It's really annoying. 
I know it's you, because it's got a few scales caught in it, one or two of them, where you've been scratching Zindu's back. At least, I hope that's all you guys are doing in my bed. Ah. That's up for debate. I'm a, a, ma- a master debater. Ah. Okay, let's let's talk about the subject of tonight a little bit. The subject of tonight is it's not science. The subject is not science, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about science. You know, so uh, as I was saying before, the the inner and the outer, like Earth, is the minerals within, and it's also where did the minerals come from? But like Earth didn't did it just appear? No, it had to come from somewhere. We're going to get deep into that tonight. We're going to get deep into where the Earth came from. Maybe some where some other things came from, too. But uh, let's talk about science and, and how it's treated today. There's, there's a... Okay, look, uh, some people have these ideas that are sometimes too big before they're well-known. Like... Uh, Electricity. They used to think that it or or heat. They used to think it flowed kind of like a like a weird. They thought energy flowed like a weird thing. Like it flew like a flowed. It was like a flow, not just like a a thing. Oh, ether. It was like an ether. They thought it was like an ether. There's see a lot of people. They they don't. Nobody knows anything. Okay. I don't even know what I'm trying to fucking say right here. But I have an idea about what I'm trying to say, and we shouldn't laugh at people. Okay. Like, it's very easy. It's very easy to laugh at people. It's very easy to say, I don't believe in what you think is... I don't believe in that. It, 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 because it kind of crushes our uh, own personal uh, dimension. It collapses, it collapses our state of being. So if somebody comes up to you and they punch you or they're a jerk to you, yeah, tell them to fuck off or set them on fire or kick them out of your house. But... If they if they come up to you and say, "Hey, I think think energy and earth is like, you know, it's like one man." You could be like, "You're a little weird, but you know, don't don't discount what they're saying. They might have a point that you don't even know exists. They, they, you might not even know it exists. Like um all right, the flat earth, earthers, okay? Flat earthers um uh, how can I say this nicely? See, that's that's another thing that you're. Um, uh, I'm trying to become a better person. I don't want to. I don't want to say bad stuff about people. Okay, flat earthers, they have a thought. They think that the Earth is flat. So if the Earth is flat, can you fall off it? But, but maybe, maybe Earth is flat in a different dimension. Because there's different. The people are like, there's like, oh, you know, there's a. There's eight dimensional planes to existence. Like what what does that even fucking mean? That that doesn't make sense. Like one dimension is a point. Two dimensions is like a line. Or two like a plane. It's a plane. Two two dimensions is a plane. But the thing is that those don't exist. Nothing in our reality is a, is a point and nothing in our reality is a plane. The only thing in our reality that I know of that I could say is true is the third dimension. That's like that's like the plane and depth. It's like depth. It's like pushing it out. The first dimension and the second dimension, those are just theories. Like you might be like, oh, well, you know, you draw on paper. You draw a line on paper. That's, that's a one-dimensional thing. No. 
It's still three-dimensional. It's the lead from the pencil rubbing off. It's everything in our existence that I know is real is three-dimensional. I might be I might be wrong. I don't know. I might be fucking wrong. But one dimension and two dimension, they don't exist. We have a third dimension, but we only explain the third dimension by using the first and the second. And who knows if that's real? But either way, it, it's it's very hard to prove anything when you're in it. When you're in, you can't you can't use words to define stuff using the word to define it. <sighs> okay, I'm getting a little a little off here. Um. So flat Earth, um, maybe if Earth, if life is like a hologram, people say that too. Like, oh, it's a holographic world we live. I don't even know what the fuck that means. But but maybe our existence is completely flat. Maybe the Earth is flat, and the Sun is flat, and space is flat, and time is flat, and maybe everything is flat. If you're in the fourth dimension, maybe there's a fourth dimensional creature that looks down on us and like, oh, those those motherfuckers are flat. They're flat, and their titties are sticky and covered with seltzer. So, you know, flat earthers might be right in another dimension. Our eyes, our eyes uh, are balls. We have balls for eyes, right? Uh, And they uh, flip images. When the light goes in your eye and hits your your iris, it, it flips before it smacks your brain around. So maybe we're walking on the ceiling right now. Maybe gravity is not pulling us down. It's pushing us up. And everything's concave. But who the fuck... Science should be debated. People should have some weird fucking theories. And people should debate on it. Math is almost the ultimate decider on it, though. And, um, you know, repetition actually is the ultimate decider. It's not always math. Because sometimes the math doesn't work out. Sometimes the math doesn't work out. But you could repeat experiments, and that shit works out. Because when you could do things more than once, like I touched a titty at least three times in my life, so I know they're real. Uh, wait. I th- I just think that having a good imagination and going wild and seeing the possibilities in the world, it's I think it's 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 necessary and. Um, uh, let's listen to another, uh, actually, you know what? Let's listen to Zindu. Zindu might be able to bring light into the darkness, right? Maybe, probably not. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Uh, let's put that here. Let's listen to Zindu. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. Testing, one, two, three, is this thing on? Yeah, it looks like it's working. All right, everybody. I'm Zindu. This is the Dark Sewer News Network, and I've got some news for you. Nick's talking about a whole bunch of weird mumbo-jumbo science tonight. Now, I'm not trying to say science is mumbo-jumbo. I'm saying that Nick is mumbo-jumbo talking about science. But it seems like a whole bunch of humans out there, they they don't understand that that science is kind of mumbo-jumbo anyway. Like, like I'm reading this article here. Er, Hold on a second. I got to... I can't burp. Uh, I got a burp stuck. It's it's stuck inside of me, and I can't get it out. It hurts. Anyway, I'll get over it. There's a a, a little known theory or method to uh, aging a dog, which sounds fucking stupid to me anyway. 
they live like 20 years. Where that's all, that's all you really need to know is their lifespan. You don't need to know how fucking old they are. It's not like it's not like it really matters. But there there was like this this theory that like every human year is seven dog years or some shit. Does that matter about the size of the dog? Because, like, I know bigger dogs and smaller dogs, they have, like, different lifespans. So that's probably some bullshit anyway. But there seems to be new research published Thursday in the Cell Systems Journal that debunks that method. And then they came up with their own fucking method. It's a, they track some molecular changes in the DNA and Labrador relievers, fucking relievers, retrievers, receivers. Unbelievers, and in particular, the changing patterns of the methyl groups in their gene known. So, their new method is this a one year old dog is compared to a 30 year old human, four year old dogs compared to a 52 year old human. The age, the rate of age uh, decreases after the dog turns seven. So, uh, yeah, who gives a fuck? What, is, what are they even doing here? Like, why are humans like the, uh, the fucking masters of the universe. Why, why does it matter how many times the planet goes around the sun to determine how old a human is or how we can control that to a dog? If a dog's been on the planet for seven years, the dog is seven years old. Don't give me that bullshit that he's like, oh, the dog, he's seven. Take that, you times that by that number. And then this dog is actually like a 69-year-old human. What is wrong with you people? What the fuck is... What are you eating? What What does it matter? What does it really like... Oh my god, I gotta get my dog a, a fucking uh, a, a cane or something. No, just fucking feed the thing and let it sleep and run around and, and then one day I'll die. It doesn't... Oh, you humans just make me so mad. But this is just kind of proven that uh, Nick's mumbo-jumbo science might... It doesn't... It, it's... Science is meant to be kind of mumbo-jumbo. You, you, you throw something at the wall, if it sticks, it sticks. Now, people getting upset and mad at it, like I'm getting right now, is, is the uh, part of science that really sucks. People shouldn't get mad at weird science. Especially because that lady had some fucking great knockers. Oh man, I used to tune into human TV and watch weird science and beat off all 30 of my dicks. Well, 30? Ah, youth. Anyway... We'll be back later with more real mumbo-jumbo news for you to get off to. <laughs> this is Zindu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. <laughs> How many dicks do you have, dog? Uh, breakfast, I got a lot of moist wipes around, actually, these days. Uh, all right, well, what we're going to do here, we're going to listen to a little bit more music. We're going to come back. We're going to do donations. And then we're going to listen to some more music. And then we're going to open the phone lines after that. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. Whoa. Popped into existence there. I was... Here I am. Zindu's got a lot of dicks. Um, let me put... Uh, let me organize his penises here. All right. This is what we're going to do. We're going to listen to a song. We're going to come back. We're going to get along. We're going to listen to... Uh, we're going to... We're not going to... We're going to listen to me more. Maybe some voicemails. And, um, uh, okay, this one's, I can't even say this name here. Let's try to say this name over here before I even play this song. One, one second, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's going to, okay. F. Hymans. Isn't that like a theme? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, F. Hymans and O. Kelber. And they're playing a song here. All Mandy and Gigu by G.F. Heindel. What the f... All right. Let's do this. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. Enjoy! And then now Nick DeBrat's all jacked up because I listened to his show. Oh yeah, now he's off the he's off the rails now. Oh, he's he's. <laughs> I met the guy. He's a nice, he's like a normal. Person. I met him too. He's very. He smokes a lot of weed. I just had to laugh at Nick the Rat in the troll room. Nick says, buy high at 420. Uh, That's some good thinking there, Nick. Oh, yeah. Good line, Nick. Good way to go, Nick.
welcome back to Mr. Rat Radio. We uh, that was a great song there by a whole bunch of words. They did a great job though. Uh, <laughs> I like I, I like classical music. I like all I like all kinds of music. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of different types of. As a fucking around with uh, some meaty files, and it sounds like I'm saying meaty. Ooh, those files—they were meaty. Uh. You could do a lot of strange stuff with them. You could change around the instruments and, like, box fucking concerto. Concerto. He's concerto. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about donations now. And then we're gonna probably go to uh, something and play. We're gonna open the phone line soon, people. I know you're dying to talk to me. I see the phone line. It's fucking lit up. It's. Just hold on. It's fucking. Hold on. Concerto. Okay, we gotta, um, I gotta find, okay, so, yeah. Ow. Don't, it's so sticky. Here we go. So, uh, you go to nicktherat.com or nicktheratradio.com and click on donate. Donate, yeah, and then there's like a PayPal link. It's PayPal. If you don't like PayPal, I do have a P.O. box. And, oh boy, oh boy, I have some letters. Whoa, if I... I have some letters that finally came into the P.O. box. Radix was trying to be the first, but his his got delayed because I think he sent me a package. Radix might be my first package. But uh, we're going to go through this here. Let's see. Uh, donations. Oh, you can also email me at nick at nicktherat.com and write Gas Blast in the title, and I'll read that shit on the air right now, too. Well, not right now, but in a little bit. Uh all right, looks like the first donation I got was from July 2nd. I try not to, uh, what is that called, dox people? I'll read initials, and if you write your name in the donation note, then I'll say your name. If you send me a note and you want me to say your name, I'll say your name. But some people probably don't want to be associated with this show. I don't know why not. We love everybody here. Okay, we have uh, A.N., with a 420 monthly subscription. Thank you, AN. I also, uh, there's the Twitch chat I got over going over there. I, I don't really uh, always have my eye on it. If you subscribe to Twitch, you could do that as well using your Amazon Prime account for free. Or you can just subscribe for whatever. If you're fucking on Twitch and you got money to burn. Doesn't matter. My show is 100% free. You could rebroadcast this show. Because basically you, yeah, fucking Twitchers. Uh, if, you, if you rebroadcast my show, it doesn't matter because, you know, it's... That's just, like, free promotion for me. Uh, let's see. I got a reminder that this person owes me... Oh, yeah, that's for that kidney. Uh, looks like we got two more donations here. NW with a 420 monthly. Thank you, NW. Keep that 420 going. And if you forgot that you are doing that, then keep forgetting that you're doing that and let it keep coming. Um, yeah. That's about it. I think that's all the... That's about it. Thanks. That's That's, that's great. Fucking eight dollars for this show. That's cool. I bought me half the bottle of that vodka that I spilt all over my shit right here. But uh, but this this is great. This right here is great because I set up a PO box which cost one thirty a year. That's fine. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you my P.O. Box number here. Let me uh, pull this up. I forget. It's like 9025 at something, something. 
let's see, if you go to nicktherat.com and you click on, not on donate. Actually, that's the, I got to fix this. If you click on social for nicktherat.com, you'll find my P.O. box. It's, maybe I should put my P.O. box under donate as well. You could send it to Nick or whatever variation of my name, uh, P.O. Box 9549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Yes, I'm in South Brooklyn. Born and raised. But look here. Let's try not to dox anybody. I'm going to try not to dox anybody. I got these two letters here. If you're, if, if, uh, I'm gonna. I got them right here. Uh, you can't see them because I got too much light. Let's see, somebody sent this this one, and then somebody sent this one right here. That looks like it says Nick Threat. Uh, I'm gonna try to describe these letters for the people as I open them. I'm gonna open up the Nick Threat one first. It says the rat, but it looks like uh, Nick Threat. Uh, I hope there's no white deadly powder in these things. A little scary to be opening things live on air, but here we go. I'm gonna open up the first. Letter ever to Nick the Rat Radio. Let me try not to damage what's inside. I think I spilled seltzer on it. It's fucking sticky too. I'm gonna open this thing here. Get this open. It's hard to open this one. Okay, uh, this one is uh, open. Oh, oh my god! Something jumped out of it. Oh no, that was just a piece of the envelope. Thought. You know, you never know when you fucking open yourself up to the public. You don't know what you're gonna get. So let me take a sip here and see what's in here. Yeah, give me a letter opener, somebody. Tommy's on top of it. Okay. Uh, ooh, maybe I did fuck it up. This looks like it's a. <laughs> uh, it's brown paper. Thin brown paper. It's kind of. <laughs> it's kind of long. Uh, my lighting is not good for this. Uh, but, uh, here we go. Let's see if I can get this going on the camera as well. It says, Nick the Rat, we have your reporter, Zin... <laughs> it's, it says, it's, I actually just want to do this. I haven't opened this yet. This is the first time I'm opening it. If you, if you want him returned to your capitalist radio station, we, the woke allies of Chaz, demand the cancellation of the oppressive pro-state radio show Nick the Rat. Two, and an end to the corporate greed of Pepsi Cola. Fucking Pepsi Cola. Uh, three, we demand complete dis. Uh, this is this is something this disassociation from the fascist Bemrose Inc. Four, all of your soy protein products in corn. It's hard because I'm really reading it backwards a little bit. Uh, products in quantities to sustain the revolution. I will not give up my soy protein products, motherfucker. This this is actually really awesome. It even goes further. Look at this shit. Uh, you should see the video for this. This is uh, <laughs> this, this is quite the. <laughs> Your Octarian friend is being held 
Wait, I read that part, right? Your Octarian friend is being held in a secure bunker in the newly seized territory of North Chaz. You can't find him. Don't even try. Oh, fuck. This is... We will only release him once our demands have been met. We have canceled Nick the Rat. Oh, fuck. This was the best letter ever. Thank you so much for this letter. I hope it wasn't covered in spunk. I'm going to frame this somehow. By the way, you could keep Zindu. I don't fucking want him back. That was... <laughs> it wasn't a paper towel. It was thicker than a paper towel. It kind of... It... I don't fucking know what that was. This one, this is a cool letter too because it's got a uh, a seal, a little wax seal. It's like a, it's got a letter K in there. I don't know if you could. Uh... So this one's. Uh, let's see what we got here. Ah, I don't want to break the wax seal. I kind of want to keep all this stuff. I'm gonna be like a hoarder for these PO box shits. How do you open a Without breaking the wax seal. Ah, uh, fuck. It's from Karen. <laughs> I'm gonna rip around it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I never opened a wax sealed letter before. Let's see what we got here. Let's, let's open this on the thing. I hope there's not white powder in here. Okay, we got a letter. Oh, this one is. Whoa. This one is handwritten. This one's handwritten script style. I gotta look at this one. I can't do it in the camera. But, uh, March 3rd, 1669. That's what the date over here says. It's very well written. 1669. Uh, God damn it, Nick. This isn't funny anymore. You said we'd take the time. Uh, I'm so happy I could read script. I feel, I feel like I'm smart. Um, you said we'd take the time machine and spend a few days partying with 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 home dutch with with jump with dome dutch oh wait oh, hold on i should i should have read this before here uh partying with with some with some dutch people in new amsterdam next thing i remember is waking up with a tremendous hangover and an unpaid brothel tab. That wasn't me. Uh, you were nowhere to be found. You felt me in... <laughs> you, you left me. I didn't feel you. Don't, don't do that. Uh, you left me in 1669, you asshole. I had to <laughs> work off the tab at the brothel before they let me leave. Three weeks later, holy shit, you must have sucked a lot of crusty, sticky titties. Um, you're, you sure drink a lot for such a tiny rat. I made a radio out of a leather, out of leather, quartz, and goat's teeth, and had to listen to... Uh, so many. Now I, uh, it's an S. Uh, your S's confused me. I think I did my S's different. No, that's, I had, 
S's used to look like a fucking weird harpsichord thing. Wow, I'm blowing out my camera here. Uh, anyway, so I had to listen to so many shitty episodes until you finally got a mailing address. I could send you this letter to. I could. Uh, some, I could send this letter to some of the villagers. Heard the radio, and now they think I'm a witch. They think Zindu is a demon from another planet, which I guess he is. Which I, I think that's a guess. Yeah, which I guess he. You put a capital S in that other S. You know, okay, uh, which I guess he is. But still, they're going to burn me at the stake unless you come back and get me. Oh, I'm, I'll save you. I'll say this letter is fucking awesome. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, you are right about how much hemp they got here, how much hemp they grow here, but you didn't tell me how hard it would be to find rolling paper, uh. rolling parchment. <laughs> I'm using some of it to write this letter. So you'd better know how goddamn important this is. Now get me the hell out of here. Carter? P.S. Tiffany the brothel wench says hi. Carter. I think that says Carter there. That's uh this is a awesome letter. Thank you so much for I've I'll try to save you a little bit later tonight. Means and do I think we've been working on a time machine. Well fucking A. So far the P.O. box has paid off already. Thank you for those letters. That was exciting. And if you watch the video, you'll be quite impressed by what people sent me. I am. I thought I was just going to get, like, used condoms or something. Okay, so uh, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we're talking about stuff and things. Let's listen to another voicemail here before we move along, Pony. Let's listen to this voicemail. This looks like a new voicemail. Hi, Nick. Karen. I'm in the restaurant down the road from the store, waiting to talk to the manager. Thought maybe you'd come down here and, you know, buy me a drink or something. I heard you're the, uh, the kind of rat that knows how to treat the ladies right. So. You're down here in 20 minutes. I'm going to call the management and tell them that you're invited. You do that. You call the manager. I'll I'll talk to your manager. I'll set things straight. All right, we're going to uh, listen to one more song. We're going to open up the phone lines. We still have a lot more show to go. Wow. We're probably going to open the phone lines at midnight in the sewer. If you wanted to talk to me, I'm sorry. You can leave a voicemail. I'll play it throughout the night. So if you have to go to sleep early because you're a little baby poo-poo, you know, do that. That's fine. Little baby poo-poo. What's the next song? What's the next song? ESCP Parallel Synthesis.
I need that hot, hot steam directly in my skull cake. a message, blah, 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 after the tone. <laughs> Game over. Want to take a ride? From the dark sewer in the filthy American Northeast, it's Nick the Rat Radio with your host, Nick the Rat. Now, here's Nick. And I'm Nick. Whoa, what the fuck? All right, we're going we're gonna to open the phone lines. If you want to talk about science and... Well, I didn't really even introduce the fucking topic yet, which is kind of funny. I, I've been talking about the topic, but I didn't really get into the topic yet. There's a meaty show. Meaty. M- meaty? Mama. <sighs> yeah, that was Dame Jennifer. I was looking that was, I was looking for that before the show, and I was like, where the fuck did I put it? She also did one without the music in the background, and I had it, and I'm like looking in my email for Jennifer, and I'm finding shit from like 1890s or some shit. I couldn't find it. I don't fucking... 
I don't know what the fuck I'm doing over here. Okay, we're going to up the phone lines. Uh, 917-719-5923. You could give me a call like this person right here did. You could do it live. Pete, hello from Spearfish. This is Stillwater. Hey, I'm just checking up on you. We're, we're having fun over here in Spearfish. Hey, people have opened up more. And it's great. I'm calling you on uh, uh, someone else's phone. That's music to me. Anyway, bye, dude. Peace out, bro. Yeah, he worked in the food industry. I hope he's uh, doing okay. It's a lot. Of, a lot of industries are getting hit right now because of something or other. Not too sure. Uh, I'm gonna try to uh, open a bottle of root beer. I'm scared now. Root, root beer and vodka. You could do that, right? It's uh, Boylan's, Boylan's root beer and vodka. Is that, a, is that a thing? Let me get a... Let me get a fucking protection for this before I open this up. Um, phone lines are open before I fucking squirt soda all over it. You could drink vodka with anything. This is true, Lavish. You got a very good point. So I'm going to put a condom on top of toilet paper, a little toilet paper condom. Uh, aspartame and booze, no point. Yeah, this is true. I don't. I think it's real sugar. And, you know, fuck big sugar, but, you know, sometimes... Let's see what we got here. Is, there, is it aspartame? Ingredients. Carbonated water, cane sugar, natural and artificial flavors, and semen, cow semen. Um, cane sugar is better than fucking... That other shit. Okay, let me get my, my vodka here. Uh, all right, we got a phone call coming in. Let's, uh... Hello, caller. Hello. Uh, is this... Is this the Nick Tarak? This is. Uh, is my... Am I coming through clear, or are you getting feedback at all? You're, you're coming in clear. I had to turn off the air conditioner. Can you also lower your radio a little bit? Just a little bit. I... Okay. Hey, can you lower the radio? Thank yeah. you. I'm looking at you. Sweet. Right here. Right here. Turn it down. You tell him to turn that shit down. Point at him while you do it, too. Fucking turn it down. Thank you. Damn. Marcus is turning it you know, up. Oh, okay. uh, hello. It's, you know what? You're, we'll have to deal with it. We'll have to deal with it. So what's the topic of the show? Well, I could kind of uh, spoil the rest of the episode for you. We're going to be talking okay. about Fred Hoyle. Have you ever heard of Fred Hoyle? Fred Hoyle. Is that, it, that was an a W or an H? Uh, uh, H. It's F R E D, oh. Fred, and then Hoyle okay. as H O Y L E. He was a scientist. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. And he had a lot of theories that uh, scientists sh- shat upon him for. Um, you know, f- sometimes for good reason though. He had he had some weird uh, ideas. Did you ever see like the uh, dinosaur? Uh, it was like a bird in a rock kind of dinosaur it was like a fossilized weird bird rock thing oh so it was like a 
baby bird, like it wasn't like a bird, but it was in a in a egg, like it was gonna be a bird. No, 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 no. It was it was um, it was like a kind of like a Bigfoot footprint, but it was a bird sort of deal. If you if you ever saw uh, saw a picture of it, you'd probably know what it was. I forget the name of what it was called, but um, this guy he said that shit was fake. He said he said that was man made. Uh, and then, oh, uh, is this like the bones? Are you like? Are you mean like? You mean the bones? Oh no 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 no! Oh, <laughs> but bones, dinosaur bones are fake. Most dinosaur bones are made of like uh, paper mache, and they just use it to fill in uh, missing pieces, which is pretty pretty silly. But no, this was like a, a fossil, like a like a footprint kind of imprint of uh, the bones, where it, like in a rock, kind of like it's kind of like in a rock. And uh, Mr. Fred Hoyle said that shit was fake, but uh, some people were like, no, it wasn't fake. He said other stuff too, though, and some of his stuff was mind blowing and probably correct. And uh, then he even did you ever hear of Cambridge University? I have heard of Cambridge University. That is Mr. Fred Hoyle right there. Fred Hoyle was he founded Cambridge University. So he's wow. gotta have he's gotta have some gusto. Yes, NetNet. NetNet is bringing up a great point here. Have you ever heard of the Big Bang? Yes, I have. Fred Hoyle named it that. Big Bang. So this guy must be like, okay, 10, 15, 25. I think he's dead now. So he's like 25, 75,000 million years old. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa. For sure. Look at him. That's a I little, mean, it's a little young. He's probably older than that. So you're off by a millennia or two. But uh, he did not. He did not like that theory. He was he was not on board for the Big Bang Theory. But he he's the one that named it the Big Bang Theory. Oh. Isn't that weird? There was, so was there a working title? The working before? title was... Uh, actually, that's a good question. Um, Damn, you stumped me. You stumped the rat. Uh, was there a working title for the big? It was probably like the singularity. I don't know. I actually don't know. The large boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Tommy. Um, no, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too sure what it was called before the Big Bang Theory, but there was a theory of everything coming from one point, and he was like, "That's poppycock. That's like a Big Bang Theory. That's bullshit." And uh, that the big. Be- it's weird how like. You know, somebody's, somebody's like, that sucks, and they call it something. And then that thing that they called it sticks, and then people use it, and they think it's true. It's weird. <laughs> Don't laugh at me just because my titties are sticky. <laughs> oh, he thought – do you know what he thought instead of the Big Bang Theory? Well, what did he think instead of the Big Bang Theory? Like, just he exploded. thought – that okay. the universe just existed like it was already there like it was um it was just it was just pre-existing it was just there and it was kind of expanding and um it was a pretty good theory he had but apparently background microwave radiation disproved his theory completely oh but 
But the Big Bang Theory, the only thing holding it together is this dark matter. Who's he, what's it? And do you know what dark matter is? Yeah. Well, you do? Yeah. Because nobody it's, else does. Uh, you, you you might be able to make a new college. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all the matter that, uh, no, nah, I don't really know what dark matter is. <laughs> no, not really. No. Dark matter. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's in space. It's the spaces in between where the stars are. I it's I have like, heard have heard theories about dark matter, which they try to explain it, but it nobody really knows. But that's that's like the funny thing. Like if if you, if nobody really knows anything, then why why ridicule people for weird thoughts? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, does did this Fred Boyle know so all all of all, everything to know about? The universe. Um, he probably does now because he. I think he is dead, so he's probably a ghost, and he probably knows all he, the answers. He probably got got them. It was a. It just like oh, here here's the answers. Oh. oh okay. That's, there you go. There's the answers. There's something also about like the, he was also wrong. I think about the theory of gravity. He was like theory of gravity. That shit's stupid, but apparently he turned out to be wrong there too. I don't know how this guy got a, a Cambridge University. I don't know how he did that, but he, uh, he, he's a sir. They knighted him. He's a FRS. I don't, I don't know what FRS is. Um, front, rear, side, all the sides. Maybe that's what that means. They knighted him. They knighted him. I didn't know that. See, you're bringing knowledge to the to the conversation. Yeah, I well, yeah, I, I just, just yeah, I typed it into the internet. Oh, but but that's okay. It it it, it helps. Do you know what? Do you know what pseudo science pseudo science means? What I'm doing—it's probably what I'm doing right now—is is relying on other books, but not actually being professionally accredited as a scientist and/or a professional in whatever it is I'm just doing. That I'm not like a point officially appointed for. Is that what pseudoscience is? Well, I always thought. I, I was really confused about what pseudoscience is because at first I was like, oh, pseudoscience is like not real. But now I think it's like um, like science that has elevated privileges. It might be. I don't know. I'm, I, that's one of those words that I think will, will be redefined. Like um, – like a – like why is why is paranormal fake but a paralegal's real? Yeah. I'm confused now. But they're para. One's para. legal. Parapsychology is pseudoscience, but para but a paralegal is real 
is real science? Now I'm confused over here. Oh, I don't know. Um, but can we can we gain? We could we could gain uh, useful stuff from from quote unquote pseudo stuff, right? Like um, uh, it's always, always about asking the question. That's true. And it doesn't matter who is asking the question. At least somebody's asking the question. And then you're thinking about what the answer is. How to solve this problem? How to... What's, what is the answer? Have you, have you ever um, heard of Aesop's fables? I have not. You never heard of Aesop's fables? Aesop's fables. How, how do you spell okay, uh, Do you do you know? It's it's like A S O P. He was a really a- soppy person. Have Have you ever heard of uh, the the rabbit having a race with the the a turtle? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Have you have okay. you? Okay, so that there was never there was never. There was never a race with a, a rabbit and a turtle. That, that never happened. But have you ever learned anything from that? Um, you, you just you just keep going, and then you, you'll you'll get there. Exactly. I've learned how to masturbate so much better from that story. Slow and steady wins the race. It's Without without these stories about stuff that never happened, I would never be as sticky as I am today. But it's because of seltzer, I think. <laughs> and, and it's pronounced Aesop. Oh, it's Aesop? I thought it was Aesop. I don't Aesop. know. There's Aesop and there's Aesop. Or they... they... I guess it depends on how you prefer to pronounce it. I I didn't even know. But but I would say Aesop just read, reading it. There's so much we could uh, learn I, from uh, stuff that's not real. Like you could, even though it's not, even though it isn't, isn't a quote unquote factual, like like a mythology and all that stuff. You know, like uh, uh, Icarus. When when I say Icarus, uh, do you think you've ever had a life lesson learned from Icarus? Did you ever stop yourself from doing something? Uh, yeah, yes. So I think it's a lesson of restraint. That's true. Like, I have kept my penis in my pants many, many times because of the story about uh, Icarus. One time, okay, one time I was at a party, and there's a, there's a lot of candles, and I was like, you know what, I really want to whip it out, but if I do, it might get burned off. Thank you, Icarus. Bam! Oh, no. You know, like, there, there's a lot of fictional stories, fictional who knows? Maybe Icarus was real. Probably not. But you know, maybe he was. But uh, 
I've learned from that fake story. So now if I learned a real lesson from a fake story, is that fake story not useful? Is it not real? There, there are lessons and stories. And that's, uh, that's shown in history. That they, and they pass these, these stories along. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, yeah, I do. Are they, are they the spirit of the dead people, or are they? Are what, what do you think? What do you think ghosts are? I think they just hang out. I don't know if they're dead or not, but they just hang out. And there's one right here. What? Yes, there's one right here. You have a ghost right, right next to you right now. Can you can you describe it? Just it's just this uh, just this old lady. I don't know if it's a lady or not. I actually actually no idea. Yeah, don't don't fucking That's, assume the ghost is gender. It could... You you know, I should I shouldn't say that. I also don't have my glasses on, so I don't know what I'm looking at. It's crouched down. It's got, it's, it's just, it just keeps looking at me, but it's crouched down. I I don't know, if, I don't know if it's happy or sad or angry at seeing me, but it's just there. It just stays there. Mindstone says, but are you are you color? Are you wearing socks right now? No. Can you attempt to touch the ghost with your feet? Why would I do that? Sorry. All right. So this guy, Hoyle. What's his name? Hoyle. Fred Hoyle. He, he might, like, I gave a whole bunch of points where he was, um, like a Looney Tune. Like, he didn't believe in, uh, the Big Bang Theory, but, uh, his theory about, like, a stasis field, everything was just there, was disproven, and he didn't think that the dinosaur bones were real, even though they turned out they might be, but they still might not be real. It could still be, I don't know, I don't know why he said that one, but, uh. He did come up with this theory about nuclear synthesis. And that shit is probably, probably true. Like, everything comes from stars. The nuclear fusion, the stars, and there's energy, and the collapsing, and things are just fucking falling into it, and the energy shooting out of it. It's making, like, iron, and, and carbon, and shungite, and 5G probably even 6g i don't know i don't know what kind of radio waves are coming out of the sun but it's probably strong you probably put a lot of stuff in there 
Zindu? Everybody, this is Indu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. We have uh, a lot of lot of stuff going on in the world these days. Um, one of the things is uh, there was a boycott of Facebook and a Facebook ad boycott, and and the group was Color of Change. They met with actual Zuckerberg and they discussed with him uh, uh, some stuff that they wanted him to do. They were they they were like Mark Zuckerberg, you own Facebook. And we're a little group of people, and we want you to change it because we think you're, uh, I think we think Facebook sucks. I th- we think that Facebook's doing bad things. And, and uh, of course, Facebook was just, you know, they're like, oh, we care about people. That's probably all they said. That's all they even had to say. I don't even know why they showed up to this. They just showed up to get, like, a, a pat on the back or something. Uh, now, I totally understand that people get mad at advertisers and uh, at the network and all that, but there is one simple thing you could do, but nobody's going to fucking do it. It's just just quit Facebook. Just quit Facebook. Don't go, to fa- don't go to websites you don't like. If you don't like a website, don't go there. And if you think people are getting misinformation from going to that website... Ah, oh, too bad. Guess what? You, you can't fucking change that. There's, there's just, there's information out there, and people are either gonna. If you're also getting your information from Facebook, then so be it. Just leave me alone. Uh, and then uh, I was reading deeper into this. You know, you know, maybe, maybe the group that I'm uh, bashing on right now, maybe they have a, a really good uh, motive or meaning or whatever. They, they want to stop hate for profit. That's their whole thing. Stop hate for profit, hashtag. And you know what? I don't think hate should equate to profit. But I've seen campaigns for, like, uh, hate being fat, lose weight, get this pill. Hate being depressed, do this and that. Uh, so those are all those are all hate for profit, isn't it? It's like you hate something, you want to change it, so you sell a product and you have an advertising a whole fucking campaign. I hate germs. I hate viruses. I hate uh, pollution. I hate. I hate fucking war. And then there's that. Like where? Where do you determine where you cut off the hate? And and the fucking news. It's not like there's there's good news there. So either way, I was looking. I was looking for these ten uh, demands that they made, which is fucking silly. Demanding something from a company. Sindu. Just stop using it. Sindu, okay, please. so. It seems like all their demands is uh, gatekeeping. Let's just go over this. Uh, number one, establish and empower permanent civil rights infrastructure, including a C-suite level executive with civil rights expertise to evaluate products and policies for discrimination, bias, and hate. A gatekeeper. They want to have gatekeepers. Okay. Number two, submit, a, uh, submit to regular third-party independent audits of identity-based hate and misinformation with summary results published on a publicly accessible website. And no wonder you're uh, in Chaz right gatekeeper. now, Zindu. Number three, provide audit of and refund to advertisers who ads were shown next to content that was later removed for violations of terms and services. Uh, that's like gatekeeping and then refunds. Uh, decency. Find and remove public and private groups focused on white supremacy, militia, militia, anti-Semitism, violent conspiracies, I once dated Holocaust denialism, militia. vaccine misinformation, and climate denialism. So if you don't believe in the climate, you're out of there. If you think that 
the right to bear arms is there. Like, these people are just gatekeeping. Like, I understand white supremacy is bad. Sure, and if Facebook wants to ban this group, they should ban this group. But who's going... Who's going to these white supremacist websites, or who's going to these anti-Semitic websites? Zendu? Facebook isn't going there. They're just—they have a platform, and all these assholes are going there. And you know what? Maybe there's people going there to see what these assholes are saying. Maybe, maybe uh, somebody's like, you know what? I want to see what these assholes are saying, and maybe I could inject rationality into them. You can't inject rationality into a group that doesn't exist. Okay, so that's more gatekeeping, and uh, f- fucking people deny that the climate exists. Why are they even putting that in there? Anyway, adopting common sense changes to their policy. Who's making this common sense? More gatekeeping. Stop recommending or otherwise amplifying groups or content from groups associated with hate, misinformation, or conspiracies to use it. Okay, if, if you're an idiot and you're on the internet... Then the advertisers love you. God, God bless the idiots on the internet. Because if you can't come up with your own fucking, th- maybe we should stop going after Facebook, and maybe we should try to educate people more. Maybe try to get our tax money to go into the educational system. All we're teaching kids at school is how to add numbers together and all this bullshit. And and you think that the advertising agencies are are the evil ones? Maybe it's the parents. Maybe it's the schools. Maybe it's the, the fucking government. It's. It's not fucking Facebook. This is why am I even doing this article? Uh, let's see. Seven created internal mechanism to automatically flag hateful content. How do you fucking build a robot so smart it knows what hate is? I can't just look for the word hate because I hate belly fat. Okay. Anyway, let's go on with this stupid ass fucking demands that this group had. Okay, maybe oh they're good. God. People. They're probably good people and they have a good cause. But they're fucking disillusioned. Uh, Ensure accuracy in political and voting matters by eliminating the uh, politician exemption, removing misinformation related to voting. Okay, what is the number one thing politicians do? They fucking lie. How are you going to... How are you going to... Rem- there wouldn't be any fucking government if, if you took out lies from the government. People lie. You lie. I lie. We all lie. It's great. Uh, support. Number nine. Create expert teams to review submissions of identity-based hate and harassment. Okay, so we're supposed to hire billions of people to gatekeep a couple of assholes on Facebook. Like, we have to check every message, sir. Sir, was that message hateful? Just fucking report it. If you see some fucking hateful shit on the internet, report it and block the person, ignore the person, report the person. Get a group of people, make a list, make a fucking list, and post that list on Facebook. And guess what? I don't know. Number 10, individual uh, enable individuals facing severe hate and harassment to connect with live Facebook employee. In no other sector does a company not have a way for victims of their product to seek help. Oh my god. You know, well, luckily, I'm not saying this on Facebook because you might start crying. You know, if you don't like what you see or if you don't like what you read and you, and you got a fucking bleeding heart, just turn off the internet for crying out loud. Just stay in your house. If you can't, if you can't deal with opinions that you don't share, then, ah, oh, that's too bad. Well, anyway, uh, stop the hate for profit. Go check it out and support the cause. This is Zindu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network and, uh, fuck Facebook. You're going to get me kicked off the internet, Zindu. Look. Yeah, fuck Facebook. I don't know what this group was trying to accomplish. 
they thought Facebook would be like, hey, you guys are right. Let's hire tons of people to moderate messages. Isn't Facebook kind of like, is there a thumbs down button? <sighs> the thumbs down button is pretty much all you need. Like, there should be thumbs down button on um, anti-rat websites, right? It's fucking thumbs that shit down. Fuck. And the pro-rat websites, thumbs up, thumbs up. Like, I've seen, you know how many webs, there's, there's a lot of hate out there for rodents. But there's also a few out there for the love of rodents. And then there's a few out there that really do weird things with rodents. I'm looking at you. Tumblr. Okay, anyway, let's uh let's listen to a song and we'll be back with more Nick the Rat Radio. You know what? Before we do that, we have a lot of voicemails. I sh- I should play one more voicemail now and we'll uh yeah. Hey, we'll, hey, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? It's Rick. And uh I was going to uh call and wish you a happy 4th of July on Wednesday. Oh, thank you. But I was in a really bad mood trying to sleep, and I couldn't. I hear you. So, um, I, uh, wanted to call up and tell you that, um, the time phase alternator that you ordered is complete. Uh, you also put a, uh, a space dislocator inside of it. So you can dislocate space and you can phase alternate time. Uh, and it also can make some pretty good daiquiris as well. Ooh. Um, I don't know how we, we just figured that out. It, it, it somehow randomly pops out a daiquiri every once in a while. So your order is ready for pickup. All right, man. Have a good one. And I'll be nice and not say the command to have everybody go nuts. So let me pull the plug on this. Google device. Yeah, please do that. Oh. Love me a good daiquiri. Oh, by the way, not next episode, but the episode after that, I think I'm going to have a really special interview A really special interview coming up. Not not next week, but the week after that. There's going to be a really, really special interview. Now, the thing is, I don't want to spoil what the interview might be. But I also want to get user-submitted questions for the interviewer. It's not Oprah NetNed. It's not Kanye Lavish. It's very... Maybe I can just give you their first name. I think the first name is Curry. Fuck off. I mean, uh, their first name is Adam. Okay, that's all I'm going to tell you. Elon Musk. Who wants to talk to him? So if you ever had any questions for the podfather, 
Send them in. I'll ask them. I don't really care. I'll try to get Elon Musk one day too. You know, first I have to get the people that I really love through the grindhouse. It's it's crazy. Uh, I was watching this interviewer. I forget his name. Uh, Nar Nar Narwar Nard Nard Nardwar. I think that's his name. He brings up a really good point. Actually, you know who who he said it before? Even Nardwar. Uh, I think it was. I forget his name. It was uh, in the uh, the the one where they built that baseball field and the ghost came to play baseball. If if you build it, they will come. It was for like a glory hole factory or something, but uh, field of dreams. Yeah, it was uh basically you know if you ask for if. Just fucking do stuff, people. You live once. Do. Do you. Do you and uh, you could do it. You know, if you don't do it, you can't do it. But then, you know, the only problem with doing it is. The only problem. I hate to say this. Actually, no, I don't want It's. Do you get desensitized to life if you live it to its fullest? Because not living a great life, you don't know what you're missing out on. And if you don't know what you're missing out on, you think that life is way cooler than it might actually be. And if you do live life to its fullest, then you're like, you know what? I fucking did it anyway. And we all, I don't know. I really don't know. Life is a sh- house. It's a shit. It's grindy, grindy shit house. It's the worst come down. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <sighs> what would have been a question for John McAfee? Uh, how to pronounce his name? Because I think I said Mac- McAfee, and I think it is M- McAfee. I want to hang out with him one day. I want to hang out. With- I hung out with Adam, but not really, really. I have a great question for Adam. But either way, I'm getting off cars here. Mac Caffey. I fucked. I fucked his name up. He didn't. Uh, he didn't tell me though. He doesn't care. He. He did. He. He was. He. He was attacked by many women that held knives to his throat, and he was like, "You know what? Do it." And I think that was all just a fun story. Okay, let's listen to a song. We'll be right back. We got Leg Gang with Hyde. Love you all. I'm going to use the little rat's room. We'll be back with more Nick the
I didn't fall in, okay, people. Jeez, sometimes the song. Oh, we got a we have a phone caller coming in. Hello, caller phoner. How are you? I am relieved right now. This is wonderful. It is. It's You're really, relieved. It's really it's, excretion is the best part of life. Pretty much, especially when you got to go really bad. Like puking, you feel great after it. Pooping, peeing, <laughs> you feel great after it. Ejaculation, uh, uh, you feel great after that. <laughs> Sweating, any type of excretion is is probably the best part of life. Sweating, I'm not really a big fan of lately. Well, this is true. What if you were... Um, it's yeah, too I guess, hot. Yeah, sweating is probably Oops. the worst form of excretion. Most definitely, yeah. especially when you like got a fresh shirt on, and then you walk outside, and in two seconds it's like popping wet. Yeah, I know that's. And and then there's like deodorant with like aluminum in it, and you rub it in your armpits every day, and that doesn't makes you feel fresh. I guess yeah. I I've I've been trying to get off you, the uh, and then aluminum. Gives you cancer. Trying yeah, I'm trying to get off the aluminum uh, deodorant. But you do need like the antiperspirant. It's weird. Antiperspirant. It's like just clogging up the pores in your armpits, right? It's just like fucking sticking rocks and holes pretty, in your armpits. Pretty much. If I don't use it, I like it's disgusting. Yeah, it's a fucking wet field of. You know what they need? They need to make like a something that licks your armpits, kind of like a robot that licks your armpits. Ew. That's just pretty <laughs> gross. <sighs> No, I, like I, I found a, too. I found an antiperspirant that doesn't have aluminum in it. Is it like Tom's? It's, uh, I had Tom's. I, I stopped using that. It was, it's this, there's this like this other one that's like a charcoal thing. I don't even fucking, I can find it for you. I don't use, I don't rub crystals on my shit. Uh, actually crystals <laughs> might work. I don't know. Tom, everything from Tom's that I've ever used, it just seems like it's like, sand or talcum powder or something like that. It's just like nothing spectacular about it. Whatchamacallit, the uh, uh, baby powder. 
apparently is is no is no good to put in your underwear for women because it no that's it goes bad into for the yeah it goes into their in, into their vaginas and it could go into their like ovaries and stay there forever and give them cancer and people have been that's suing bad. yeah c words bad it, yeah it's fucking horrible how do you spell deodorant again um <laughs> d e o d e D-E, and then the search engine spells the rest of it for you. Actually, yeah, you're right. I've been using... Um, <laughs> sh- okay, I guess... Well, Oh, God. Now I'm looking at this. I'm like, this is not any better than aluminum. It's got magnesium. <laughs> it's better. It, oh. Is is magnesium <laughs> well, better or worse than aluminum? You could burn it. I don't know. <laughs> magnesium <laughs> burns like a son of a gun, though. Well, it doesn't burn me, but this stuff is like, it's free of aluminum. Think, it's Schmidt's deodorant, stick charcoal, and magnesium. Huh. And apparently, well, it works. Try. I don't, I don't sweat well, I, because of I it. I don't, uh. I do sweat a lot without. You said, sh- it's like Schmidt, like Schmidt. 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 Okay. Schmidt. C-S-C-H-M-I-D-T. Schmidt. I've okay. been buying that one. It works well. I do have Tom's in my... Uh... Do you know what's really strange about Amazon? No. You could see You could see your entire life. If, oh, if, pretty much, yeah. If you fucking <laughs> use it that much, and I do. <laughs> Schlitz deodorant. <laughs> Crack beers off. Smell like a <laughs> bottle of Schlitz. And now, black label detergent or deodorant. <laughs> nice. Carling black label de- deodorant. I just like look at my Amazon info sometimes and I'm like, wow. It's it's a, it's a good way to know what's good though because sometimes you'll buy something and you'll be like, that sucked or you'll buy something that's that good. But if, if you get it on Amazon, you'll remember what it is. You're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's a shit show yeah, though. It's I, I don't I, trust the ratings on there though because you never know. Oh my god! Do you know how many times I bought something on Amazon and then I got like a little card that came with the product? It was like, shh, don't tell anybody. But if you want to join our secret club of getting twenty five dollars, give me a four star rating. It's like, really? I had somebody. Uh, I bought a garlic crusher on Amazon, and it was like a multi. <laughs> crazy headed Amazon thing and it sucked dick. It was the worst and it had a great rating and I gave it a shit rating and I was like this fucking thing sucks. You have to like switch the heads. You lose them. It doesn't even crush the garlic well and the person like sent me like they said oh uh, we'll uh, give you $10 if you change your review and I was like hey, I should report you. I should report you. <laughs> you assholes. You had a shitty garlic crusher. Asshole. How do you make how do you make a bad garlic press? It's pretty simple. Well, they had like different heads for it, and you had to like slide them in and out. It was it was a garbage. I forget. I forget. Really? It, was, it was bad. It was a shit. It sounded. It looked cool and it had good ratings, but it was shit. And I get you know I could probably find out what it was because <laughs> that's the beauty of it's still in your history. There. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'll just type in garlic and I'll find it. I've got one that. I, you know, I got one that my mom gave me, yeah. and it's probably uh, she probably had it since the sixties. Damn, that's and it's probably like a, all aluminum and probably a good one. Yeah, you know, 
so they don't make it like they used to. <laughs> All right, I already found the crusher. I'm looking for my review. But apparently, okay, let me just read this one review. Uh, was hoping for a five-star product. Think I'm being kind, giving it three stars. <laughs> that was somebody's review for it. But I want to I find my review for it. How do I, uh, how do you Did you light it up? Did you like, <laughs> just light them up as far as the girl? I gave them like a shit, shit review. And they sent me like a, if you change review, we'll give you money. And I think I replied to them saying, you know, that's illegal. You're going, I'm going to, you're going to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> But I guess I've, I've never given anything a bad enough review where they've sent me anything like that. Other than, well, computer equipment for stuff that I bought for work before. But there's a lot of uh, things that I'll buy on Amazon that come with a card saying, like, if you give us a five star review, we'll give you like another one for free. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I bought these shitty fucking. Okay. I'm a soy boy. I'm the Sultan of Soy. I bought these shitty fucking uh, <laughs> vegan boots for like forty vegan? bucks from China, <laughs> and they sent me the card okay. saying, "We'll give you another pair for free." And I was like, "You know, these things suck." <laughs> no, <laughs> they were they were shitty. Were they were they made of like vegetables? They were. I don't know what they were made of, but they sucked and they leaked and water got in them and they were shitty and um, they were shit. But uh, yeah, it's like all, all this stuff made out of hemp that's all uncomfortable. You can't buy my review. My reviews are are always legit. I always tell the truth. Man, I hate people. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you work? Well. I do something that you could, I guess, consider work, yeah. I'm being very vague for reasons. Uh, do you lie about your work? Or do you do lie, lie at... about it? <sighs> okay, In what I mean, manner? Lying at work that's or a good lying point. about it to other people? That's a good point. Um, okay. Because <laughs> I definitely lie at work, because otherwise I'd have people like yeah. up my ass all no, no, day no, long. That's... So. <laughs> See, I, was, I, that's, I, that's, I caught myself. You have to lie at work because mm-hmm. it's a shit show. But do you uh, have you ever lied to other people for your job? Like, would you lie? Well, like, uh, uh, like a salesperson, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, you have to lie. Maybe inter- a little bit on, on stuff that, that we had customers waiting on. I lied to the customer before about stuff. But it wasn't my fault. I was lying for another person. So that's I was lying by what do they call that? Lying by proxy proxy. or (laughs) because I would I I have never been able to lie uh, giving somebody something like, oh, here's a here's a what do they call a a widget? Here's a widget or gidget or fucking uh, either way. Like I, I would not be able to be a salesperson for a product I didn't believe in. No, I did. But you know who usually ends up making the most damn money at a company? The person that lies. <laughs> the salesman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, it's such a bad. fucked up system we live in. Like I, yeah. I've been um, trying to get a different area in the sewer for my studio. And these people that are trying to sell me these sewer spaces are all a bunch of fucking liars. Brokers. <laughs> Brokers are fucking all assholes. It's, 
all of them. I it's all say, open. It's all open concept. Uh, We're going with an open concept here, which means it's really freaking tiny. This is the first. And we're going to charge you through the through the uh, the balls for, for it, you know. This is how they. This is how brokers do their job. You're the first person we wanted to show this to. It's look how spacious it is. <laughs> it's just. I'm like, are you fucking an idiot? Are you blind? Do you see what you're showing me? Are you really this? It, it just makes me so mad. It just. Ooh. In, oh. in any, any inner city. I guarantee they have a string of places that they show like the first time. So they they don't show you anything good until probably like the seventh or eighth place they show you. <laughs> and that's just by like so they're luck. Trying to, they're trying to they're trying to get rid of all the garbage places oh my God, before yeah. they show you what something that's worth it. They're just trying to make their money too, but it's it's if mm-hmm. if you're trying to make your money by being a big fat stupid liar face Go jump in a volcano, please. I, I hate people that do that. <laughs> oh. No, there's yeah, that's and realtors are the worst about it. <laughs> yeah. They've always got somebody that will come and do an expect and your inspection for you for, you know, no cost at all. Which basically means he's gonna <laughs> like ignore all the issues with whatever place they're trying to sell you. If it needs an inspection. I I haven't dealt with inspectors. Are inspectors liars too? They can be. Really? I mean, they're not supposed. They're not supposed to. But like brokers, I can sort uh, of understand. Brokers are just kind of like the window people. Like, hey, look at this. This looks great. Look at this shithole. It's incredible. This piece of shit. <laughs> but the inspector should be like, they should. They should be like, well, this is broke. That's broke. This is broke. Oh, man. Yeah, they'll conveniently ignore, uh, miss certain things that are broken, different, especially like houses. You know, everybody's Although, a fucking liar, though. Every you know, People that do floors, people that do construction, people that do carpentry, people that do computers, everybody's a fucking liar. It pisses me off. <laughs> I'm so mad at the world. It's just, It's such a shitty place to live in because people could lie, and they do, and... It sucks. Like if if you don't know what you're talking about, just just tell me you're not too sure. And I know then you're not going to have a job. You you can't have a job doing something if you're going to say, "Oh, I really don't know what I'm saying here." But you're a fucking asshole. Don't do it. Oh, God, I'm so <laughs> mad. Yeah, we've all been burned. We've all they, been burned. Even they, people that and they float they float off of other people too the whole time. You know. <sighs> Oh, we've all been burned by a bunch of fucking liars. We all work for a bunch of fucking liars. Sometimes somebody will see, seem genuine, but they'll still stab you right in your fucking asshole because it helps them oh, get yeah. ahead. Yeah. The two owners at my place are, I can tell when they're lying to me nowadays. But Well, I don't know if you should be saying this on, on this is live on the air, you know. I I don't care. <laughs> if they're listening to Nick the Rat Radio, then <laughs> no, they are not. Uh. They are not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> no, they've boldface, straight up lied to me before, and I've caught them in their lies before. So, uh, they're, uh, I get. 
I don't even know if it's subconscious or not, but I, they've got like tells now that I could kind of tell when they're feeding me a line of BS. Uh, how, how do you still work for them? Like, well, actually, I worked for fucking assholes for many years, and then I look back at those and because I was like, I've oh my god, gotten to the point where I don't care anymore. And I, uh, I mean, I, I hate to say that I've lost my dreams or whatever, but uh, <laughs> you get to a certain point where you're like, it's a job. <laughs> Just Isn't whatever. that so sad that life? I, I don't. I don't mean to be. I hate to be depressed. Oh like no, that, it's it's, it's understandable. I totally understand what you're saying. You're making. You're living. <laughs> you're having your living. You understand the system, and but it's so sad that that's what life is because that is what life is. It's just like saying, "Oh well, you know, they're just a bunch of assholes, and I just got to do what I got to do." And I know they're, I know that they're assholes, and. uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I worked at a bigger company and I had a boss above me that was, he was the IT manager and uh, we pretty much took care of everything. He had a group of four people that were under him and I was kind of like the next in line behind him. And the guy uh, pretty much stayed in his office with the door locked all the time. <laughs> we're pretty certain he slept in there and, you know, did whatever. But, uh, Come to find out, the the company figured out that he had erroneously charged two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars worth of equipment to the company, and they never got anything, and he kept the money. Whoa! Okay, that's and like... they just let him go. They never charged him because they were they the the company owners had such I don't know you want to say pride, but it wasn't it's was just jackass stupidity that their ego couldn't believe that somebody ripped them off for that much. Well, yeah, because if they say, oh, yeah, this guy did this and it went totally under our radar and we were dumbasses for two hundred fucking thousand dollars and yeah, two hundred seventy five. Yeah, well, three hundred thousand dollars. I round up. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and they just let him go. They didn't charge him or do anything. They didn't go insane. after him. Insane. And wow. then everybody that was in-house that was underneath them and I was next in line. They they skipped right over all of us and hired somebody external to come in and and fill the position. See, this is this so. uh, there's a problem with uh stuff and I do take advantage of it. Like I I we all take advantage of it. Like you're taking advantage of it too. Like you understand their tells and you you probably skirt doing some stuff just just guessing. Almost oh, definitely. <laughs> I I got a lot of processes automated that they don't know about, so <laughs> <laughs> oh my I mean, that's God, what it, it is. What it is, it gives me time to you know get stuff done. Because if I didn't do that, they'd overload me with so much work. I'd never get it done. And they're so. not smart enough to realize that you could probably do that. That's actually a very good thing that you don't tell them that it's automated. But uh, no, yeah, no, I don't at all. It's they, they, they always wonder what <laughs> when I take care of something. They're like, God, it gets done so much more quicker when you do it. I'm like, well, I don't know. I guess <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, just, yeah, but... I'm just. Put my mind really to it. Fast. I'm really into the job. I love my I love my job. Bam. Exactly. <laughs> it's such. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm dump. I'm going to dump on you, but I'm also dumping on myself by saying what I'm about to say. We're all Go a bunch ahead. of assholes. The whole fucking system is assholes. All the way. <laughs> I wear that badge proudly. I wear that badge proudly. Yeah. Well, you do because you're doing it for like. You're not. Uh, do you have anybody that works under you? I've had people in the past, but uh, I interview the people, and then 
<laughs> the owners interview the people and they're like, yeah, he's a real good guy. Like, what are you talking about? He didn't even know like basic stuff. He didn't even know like IP addressing or anything like that. You yeah, know? but you know, he totally like, he doesn't even jived with me. Well, they don't know it either. Well, you could, <laughs> well, you could teach him something, can't you? I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I can teach him something, like <laughs> something, but that doesn't mean that I, I want him to be underneath me. This is why I so avoid... I've had multiple people that. I had one guy. He couldn't even label like our backup drives correctly. Uh, like he put, he'd put the day that he was labeling them uh, on them instead of looking at what days they were from. Uh, and it was like, uh, wow, that's a pretty simple freaking thing that you can't handle. <laughs> oh my god! You, uh, all right. Well, I, this is totally not on topic. It doesn't matter though. But uh, the... no, we should stick to science, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is too much fun. I just love shitting on <laughs> everything. Uh, I I always have this opinion that the way to keep your job is to show up on time. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, because you could be the biggest idiot in the damn world. <laughs> if you show up on time, it doesn't matter. Uh, like... They'll they'll keep a place for you most of the time. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, he's always on time. That guy. <laughs> keep his yeah, yeah, right, exactly. He Lay low and show he's up on time. time. And you could have a job forever. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he burnt down half the office, but he's always on time, so we got to keep him around. That was the only mistake. After that, you know, he was pretty good. <laughs> uh, Sometimes you got to let stuff slide, you know? Uh, okay, well, let me see if I can wrap this back into the topic here. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Are you mm-hmm. Are you a believer? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you, you said about, uh, uh, I can't even remember. Fred Hoyle. Was it Fred Hoyle? Oh yeah. It was Fred Hoyle. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. He's you said like about him. And that's the only the thing I know world. about him off the top of my head is that he like, like totally crapped on the big bang theory. I didn't know he came up with the term also. Yeah, I know that blew my so. mind. It's like he shit on the thing and he called it the big bang theory by shitting. He was like, you know, this theory is so shit. I'm going to call it the big bang theory. And that's what we all use today. <laughs> and we're like, oh, the Big Bang Theory. And it's like. <laughs> and later on, they'll name a stupid TV show after it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is only funny because of a laugh track. I can't. I'm going to do an episode <laughs> with a laugh track. It's going to be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's that's the, the one of the things that I'm like, always like, uh, I don't know if I really grit my teeth at it anymore, but when people hear like, "Oh, you're in IT, you must really love the Big Bang Theory." Oh god. Like, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't really because it's a stupid freaking show. I don't. <laughs> you should be like, favorite. no, I'm into I'm the dark web out there, and I like trading pornographical movies. Mm, snuff. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just go totally dark with it, but like it's yeah, people are very. Well, we're all we're all assholes. Even even the people that are cool are still assholes. Oh yeah, you like, always got a little bit of asshole gene in you. You're an asshole. I inherit. <laughs> I inherited it from my my father. <laughs> my ears came from, from a long dad. line of li- lineage of assholes. <laughs> it's it's um, we're all assholes. The the thing is that you have to be able to um. Just get along with them. Just be like, you know, uh, 
kind of like a safe space of assholes. I don't know. You got to walk the fine line. That's because who? When I originally, if you're not an asshole, you're boring. (laughs) And what's uh, what's worse than being boring? Probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally off base. I'm really drunk right now, so I'm just throwing words at. (laughs) But I'm just being an asshole. Only on my. I'm only on a on my second beer, so I'm slow tonight. You're working your way there. You're working your way there. But uh, but I'm sitting outside. I'm sitting outside, and it's so quiet here right now. I can't even believe it. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's Which is cool. nice. You probably don't get that in the sewer. Do you, Do you want to know what's the shittiest part about my life? I have never seen the Milky Way galaxy. Really? Yeah. I've never seen stars. I've seen like, oh, look, there's Orion's belt. That's all I could say. <laughs> really? You can't even, well, That's the moon's got to be quite visible the other night when it was full on the forest, wasn't oh, no, it? Oh, no, no, no. I see, I see the moon. I could see the moon. Yeah. But I, I you know, right see. Next, right next to it was uh, Jupiter and Saturn. They were all in line going to the, heading to the east on July the 4th. It was kind of bizarre, weird. I've never been like into up. like a desert area, so yeah, um, I've never seen. I've never been in, like too much of a dark area. That's where I'm located. You can't really see a lot of stars if you go farther north of here. You can see. I mean, you'll get up in the areas where you see the northern lights, and like really? people freak out when they see those when they don't realize what they are. Well, do, oh man, so. do you know what I saw that freaked me out on Fourth of July? <clears throat> A stealth bomber. That? Really? I saw a stealth bomber fly over me, and it freaked me out. Like, I know it's still, I was like, that's a stealth bomber. But it does not look real when you actually see it in real huh. life. It is so wow. fake looking. It was like, that's, oh. Yeah, that'd be weird. It was so weird looking. We, get, we got a Air National Defense here. We get uh, A-10 warthogs all the time. <laughs> Sweet. That's or cool. they used to have F-13s. They're supposed to get, what's the new one, F-35 or something like that? I like the F-69s. F-69s. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really need to go to a desert. People are like, you should go out to a desert. You, you like it. And uh, you're, not in a, you're not in a desert, but at least I don't think No, you no, I'm, I'm very, it's very arid here. Do you think there's a, cool. um, uh, uh, like a people moving out of cities now? Do you think there's more people leaving cities right now? I don't know. That's what they've been saying after all this coronavirus and all that. The what now? Uh, but yeah, yeah, they they are saying the what, that the people are leaving are. But I don't know if they are. I I I don't. Yeah, I mean, there was a big surge of people moving into the cities because we had. Uh, real estate here that was worth like basically nothing in the nineties. And now it's like multi-million dollar uh, areas that are down in, in the city that they put like uh loss and condos and stuff like that. And the condos are like going for crazy prices, but there was a big push to move to the city for a while. And, but I don't know if you've ever been to Detroit, 
because Detroit's bizarre. It's like we don't have the population in the city anymore. It'd be like if everybody moved out of New York, but everybody like moved to like White Plains and everywhere around you. Detroit's so, like, near. All, is it near San Francisco? Detroit. What's that? Detroit is near San Francisco, right? Or am I? Wait, no. Detroit <laughs> is Chicago. It's a touch to the east. Yeah, we're east of Chicago. <laughs> okay, no, I have never been to the Windy City or that area of um, of America. I've I've never traveled very much at all in my life. It's and very it, sad. the city, this place is bizarre. I've never ever seen a place like this before in my life. I grew up here, but I've never seen a place like it. Like everybody, like abandoned the city and like moved all the way around it. So the population of Detroit might not be that big as a city, but around it, it's got so many damn people. It's just. It, some areas is just insane with traffic and and you're in suburbia. You're out in suburbia and you're in two and three mile backups, you know. So it's like they pushed all everybody pushed out of the city. So you've had kids that have grew up like out in suburbia and they've uh you know, maybe wanted to move back into the city and that's kind of what you had a resurgence of, but a lot of it's starting to go up and up and up as far as real estate prices go to insane levels, which I don't, this area goes back and forth. They can't sustain it for a long time, but maybe it will, maybe it won't. Man, the, the rent in New York is way too fucking high. Oh yeah. But it's, it's weird too, because the property value is way too fucking high, but there's still people buying the property and they need a way to pay for it. And the only way to pay for it is to raise rent. So, but there's barely any pro. I don't know. It's such a fucked yeah, up situation that there's like really no answer I, for. My friend's brother-in-law is a superintendent for a building, like an apartment building in New York. And I, my buddy was telling me he gets paid like six figures a year to be a superintendent of a damn building. I could like I wow. <laughs> Oh man, a six-figure position would be nice. But you know, six <laughs> six-figure is also the more money you make, the more taxes you pay. So it's almost it almost levels out. It's very a strange situation. My father always had a theory, which is uh, life is a shit sandwich. Yeah, the more bread you ha- have, the less shit you have to eat. That that goes against what I just said, but yes, <laughs> I I know I know, but that's I mean it to a degree he was true. It's true, but to degree he wasn't. The more but... the more bread you have, the more shit you could spread on it. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes, money is always better to have than not, and you do hit a point where it's uh you're saving more than you're spending. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. ebbs and flows of that that go throughout my life, but you know what pisses me off when when like a when there's like a opportunity that you just happen to miss. It's kind of like life is like a gamble. Everything in life is almost like 100% a gamble. It's like, oh, Pretty I could much, have invested yeah. in this or I could invest in that. Because 
your money, if you once you you could get money, but once you have that money, it's dead. It's like okay, I got this money. It's not doing anything. Anything, you know. And then, but when you try to make your money do something, you're either gonna lose it, might not do anything, or you're gonna get a lot of it. Money, yeah. And it's just like fuck, fuck. I don't know what to do with my <laughs> shit. I want I want it to go up all the time, but you can't do that. You have to like gamble and. It's like throwing uh, by guns. Trying to catch catching the trends is not an easy task. All it's the not. Time. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to just fu- try to fucking oh, yeah. stay on top of the edge of the fucking. It's and it's not worth it. I'd rather just like you know keep it slowly going up and not do any work. Well, that's neat. Anything that goes that's popular that goes with an IPO nowadays, the stock gets so inflated at that IPO that, you know, like the common person can't get into that stock right away. So, oh, yeah, they, they uh, lock you off. used to be – what's that? Well, they, you can't buy it right away. Uh, only certain people can for some reason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, but, I mean, even after a period of time that, that that IPO is offered, usually that stock price is either crazy inflated or you just can't buy it. And then and there's uh, still taxes on like okay, uh, I being the soy sultan of soy, I do enjoy <laughs> Beyond Meat crumble. <laughs> and when Beyond Meat went public, I was like, you know what, I I like Beyond Meat. Maybe I'll buy some of that. And I I didn't do it, but I should have because it I could have got in at thirty dollars and then it hit. It's like at a hundred right now, but still, it's like when do you sell it? I, I put my money into it. Okay, say so, say I bought Beyond Meat at thirty. Now it's a hundred dollars. Do I sell it now? Do I sell it later? Everything's a fucking gamble. You never know when yeah. to cash out. You don't know if that's topped out. That's uh, <laughs> that brings me back to the story of uh, you know who Nvidia is, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they went up a lot. They they're uh, and like I yeah, but I 200? I was invested in them in like the early two thousands oh. uh you know, I had money in there that I was floating, and it had, at one point, because I was in there before the tech bubble like totally like crashed, yeah, which would have been probably in the early like ninety or late nineties there, and uh, I had money in there, and then I lost a bunch of it because it you know it crashed like everything else did at the time, yeah, and then that thing slowly was it was working its way up, working its way up, and they. We're getting more market share and, uh, you know, ATI didn't know what the hell they were doing and they were turning out crap products and uh, janky drivers. But so ATI I was, was keeping part the money of the... in there. Once it, once it hit like $55, I was like, woohoo, I got my money back. I'm cashing out. I'm getting out of there. Now it's like 200 Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> when I go and look at it now, I'm like, you stupid son of a... Yeah, but then you you wouldn't have that money though. Like it's like it's so like when do you cash out? And when you do cash out, exactly. you have to pay taxes on it too. You gotta follow the market trends. It's such a it's such a lot of work and gamble. Which, it's all gambling. And I thought gambling was illegal. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Not not on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It never has been. That's the oldest. The oldest uh, roulette wheel in the in the country, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's 
It's a crap uh, table. That's more Wall Street is more like a crap table. And that's that's why okay, to wrap this all this whole conversation we had back into the show because, you know, I am trying to bring it all back. Science <laughs> Science is sort of like that. Science is sort of like a, a craps table. It's kind of like shoot. gambling. It's kind of oh, yeah. like when do yep. when do I make fun of the person that doesn't believe in what I believe in? I guess no. The I, heretic, the <laughs> heretic of science. People used to get killed for uh, believing in stuff that's true today. Oh yeah, well, I mean, look back to like the like bloodletting and the leeches and all that crap. <laughs> Hey, man, that's real, sort of, maybe. I know. It could be. Well, <laughs> apparently they use leeches again for some different procedures, I know. It's, it's, but, it's, but bloodletting was basically like, hey, we, you look like you're a couple courts over. We'll cut, cut you open. And I think that's how George Washington died. What's that? I think George Washington died to bloodletting. There was a really I yeah I remember I did like a an episode about that and I do, I don't know which one <laughs> but I do recall bloodletting and like a famous person that their wife was like let yeah bloodlet them more bloodlet them more and it, it went wound up killing them <laughs> and I think it was George Washington probably it was probably Dolly Madison damn it <laughs> her and her little tasty cakes or whatever the hell they are oh he wanted it. <laughs> Okay, well, there's bloodletting could definitely be useful in some places, but in other places, when you let blood out, you might want to get good blood in because you need blood. Oh, yeah, well, weren't they doing that with, like, AIDS treatment or something? They were, like, switching people's bloods out at one point, I know. They were doing something like that. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. (laughs) I know when you get... uh, what do they call when you get septic? They they go and switch your blood out. Oh, because your blood's basically infected. Ugh. It, it's a lot yeah. of money. You don't I'm want sure. to be septic. That's it's not fun. Septic it sounds gross. It sounds bad. yeah. No, that's uh, kid across the street got stuck by a nail and didn't go get tetanus, and then went septic, and he was basically like passing out. Didn't know it was wrong with them, and then they had to take him to a stop hospital, and they figured it out pretty much right away. And then they had to like, uh, I, I think they like pumped them full of different plasmas and stuff like that to to try and replace the the blood that was in his system. Is tetanus from rust? Yeah, yep. And rust you gotta get a is tet- oxidation. <laughs> yep. So oxygen <laughs> killed that kid. <laughs> Well, it could have if he wouldn't have got to the doctor. Oh, yeah, if he didn't pay all that money and get his blood switched out. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, tetanus is weird. Like, oh man, I I went to a I went to a shut down insane asylum once (laughs) in (laughs) on Long Island, and there was a uh, what are those called when there's boxes you put dead people into? Uh, the morgue. Yeah, we were in the morgue in there. I got pictures. The place is awesome. Uh, and then the somebody crawled into one. It wasn't me. I was like, hey, "You're insane!" And then he got out of it and he like stepped on a nail. And I was like, "Oh, you're gonna get tetanus." But he he didn't. He he lived. 
Oh, it's a bacteria. It's a, is it a metal bacteria? Like, how do you get... Because I, I always hear, like, I you am, step on a rusty nail, you're going to get tetanus. Is it like a rust bacteria? Is it a... Something with that rust when it gets into your bloodstream that it causes <laughs> the, the infection that cause you to go septic. I don't know. I don't know. There's fishing hooks, too. Apparently, if you put fishing hooks up your asshole, you might get... Oh. You might die. <laughs> I fish I fish a lot, so don't... <laughs> I try... I, don't put them I up keep, your asshole. Generally, I keep... Generally, I keep them away from my asshole just for safety. Do you think there's a bacteria on Earth that came from outer space? I think so. Definitely, with enough stuff that we've had lash, crash and land on this planet. This episode like that, of Nick uh, the Rat's going to blow your mind. It's, it's all, it's all going to come from that. I haven't seen him on TV lately. They got that meteor guy that would go and track down meteors. The meat eater guy? The <laughs> the meteor guy. <laughs> <laughs> meteor. <laughs> it still sounds like it's a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want that steak? No, I want the one that's meteor. <laughs> Give me that meteor one over there. <laughs> uh, there's I like a to have at least a three inch thick, thick steak, please. What, do you know? Do you know his name, or or should I look up Meteor Guy? It, I swear it will come up with that because I think that was the name of his show, or Meteor Man. I think it was Meteor Man or Meteor. <laughs> meteor guy. Man is the one of the Wayne's brothers, and he got hit with a meteorite and he became, got oh, superpowers. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That was back because they. Uh, who was the comedian I just saw the other day that used to be, used to do a lot of uh, Robert Townsend. I, so he like when I saw him, I'm like, wow, he like disappeared from. But I think he was in that Meteor Man movie. Oh man, I'm totally wrong. Yeah, yeah, Robert Townsend. Oops. <laughs> I, there might have been a Wayne's brother in the movie though. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 92% of people like that movie. It was a great movie. <laughs> it's a 29 a on Rotten Tomatoes. Ugh. They had, a, they had a movie where they did it where it was like a bunch of like clips that was like the old, uh, which was even kind of like before my time, was the Kentucky Fried movie, they called it. Oh, yeah, that was a great movie. But they had a, a clip that they, clip one that they did with, uh, it was Damon and... Uh, I can't think of the older brother's uh, name. Oh, I'm thinking about Handicap Man. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was an awesome character that he did. Wow. Maybe the 90s were cool. <laughs> <laughs> it had its moments. Yeah, I guess. You didn't know it when you were there. Until now. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, uh, we all just wore flannels in the late 90s, and then all of a sudden it became cool when grunge music came along, you know? Go to Seattle. Uh, Chaz. I bet you the people in Chaz that have fucking Zindu locked up are all wearing flannels. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, believe me, that's my, uh, my formative late teen years and 20s have been shattered by everything that's been going on in Seattle. Because, like, all the music and everything was coming out of Seattle at the time. So everybody was, like, facing everything that they did around 
everywhere off of what was happening out of Seattle. I went to Seattle. With all the grunge grunge bars and everything that we had here. Seattle was, I liked it. I was there. I liked it. It looks beautiful. I got a cousin that lives there. Did you, uh, what was that called? The fish market? Uh, There was a part of Seattle. It was like a... uh, there's like a there was like a mall in Seattle that was on the street, but it was like a five floor mall that went indoor and outdoor, and it was part of like some market. I don't know. Oh man! I'm a... No, was the fish market attached to it, or there was a fish market attached to it? It was like on the ground level. It was like okay. a fish market. It I've was... never been. You never been to Seattle? The okay. only place... No, I've been the, the only place I've been to fish markets out that way would be like uh, San Diego. I've never been to San Diego. San Diego's a lot lower than. Seattle, isn't it? Lower? Oh, yeah, very much so. South? You know, and <laughs> wet it, market. It's a terrible place. It's a terrible, yeah, wet market. <laughs> it wasn't a Damn it, it that's where of, all the corona started was out there, too. <laughs> corona might have started somewhere else, which I'm trying to get this show to go to. But, uh, oh, man, I mean, I don't even know what corona is. Sorry. It's a beer. You drink it with a lime if you yeah. like. Pike's Place. Stillwater, it just named it Pike's Place. Stillwater, you're you're nailing it. Uh, it was Pike's Place. There was like a uh, place where they were throwing fish around, and that attached to a like a mall that was fucking awesome. I liked it. There was a lot of people oh. smoking weed out there, and you know it was weird. Uh, it was <sighs> freaking Starbucks has a coffee blend named after that. Place. Well, yeah, because Starbucks started there. There were the first Starbucks yeah. was uh there. I I've been. To the area of the first Starbucks, I didn't go into it, but uh, oh okay, I bought weed legally out there, and I was still scared to smoke it in the street. But <laughs> there, just because you know, I was you know, I'm born and raised in New York City, and I'm like, oh, I gotta smoke weed. Oh, I'm scared. Oh boy, I remember being a kid scared to drink beer in the street. So it was legal by the time you went out to Seattle. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's like legal to smoke it out in the street, but people were just doing it anyway. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that they do there. See, that's the first time I ever went to a place like, that was like that. I went to BC, and we used to go to uh, Whistler, and we'd, we'd spend a little bit of time in like, uh, <laughs> oh damn it, what the hell is the city there? Vancouver? Is that Vancouver? It might be uh, lavish. Yeah. Lavish, I took a Carol out and smoked weed with her around New York City because I, I stopped giving her Oh, fuck. okay. But I'm just I'm talking to the chat room a little bit. But we went to Vancouver, and Vancouver had, like, like there was guys in, like, this park that was, like, and the cops didn't even care. But it wasn't legal there. It was just like they just, like, yeah, we really don't care. Do you know it's, in, do you know so, it's legal in Vancouver? Do I no no? That's what was weird at the time. My buddy found out about all the strippers. Uh, before strippers we don't on have a, to wear a, pantyhose. Strippers could spread their legs and not have underwear on in Vancouver. <laughs> really? I'm oh, 90, you know what? They can go ninety percent sure. Windsor's right. Windsor's right across the river here, and I think the hookers are be able. They're legally to. They can go topless at certain times no, of the day. All strippers can go legally topless. You can go legally topless in the street. It's no. I mean, like in the street, they can do it. No, no. You could. You could do. I know somebody in New York that was arrested for being topless, and it's legal to be topless in New York. And I think she sued the city. Really? 
Yeah, I could. Uh, her name was Jessica. If you look up Jessica Topolis, New York, you'll see her. And I know her personally. She's a cool <laughs> person. But that's, was it uh, while De Blasio was there? Uh, this was probably like seven years ago. He might have oh, been okay. here. He might have been here. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Wilhelm. Is that what was his real name? <laughs> Wilhelm. Yeah. Have you never looked up De Blasio like his real name? Really? No. I'm not a yeah, fan no, of his, any politician. His real name is not his real name. He's like got like he's like involved with some like Marxist organization, and he changed his name to like try and lose affiliation with them. It's wow. like if you look, it's on his Wikipedia even. It's like William Wilhelm or something like that, Junior. It's weird. Wait, Kitty. Kitty remembers living in the area. Are you talking about the topless boob boob person, <laughs> or the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> Because uh, no, I, De Blasio's De Blasio's got a his name is not his his real name is not his birth name. Kitty, I know that person. Uh, I, I hang out. She's awesome. She's cool. Uh, and her, I think her current boyfriend still, which is a uh, Alex Spitfire, who was in the Guinness Book of World Records, and he was at my house, and I had him sign my book. <laughs> There's a lot of uh. You know, I try. I try to get involved in stuff sometimes, <laughs> just because I it's used to fun too. When I traveled, like I had German relatives that would come here from from Germany. Go figure. Yeah. But uh, they would travel here, and like my parents would always like be prepared to take them on a trip somewhere. So like me and my sister would root for like, yeah, let's go to like Disneyland, or they always wanted to go to Niagara Falls. We'd always. I've been to Niagara Falls probably like eight, nine times. What did you just say? In my lifetime, Niagara Falls. It's fucked up. Don't say that shit on my show. Anyway, um, nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three is the phone number. You can call and listen. You got me there, Nick. I had like a a pause. I, I said, I hope you and Zindu aren't messing around in my bed again, or that's all you were doing in my bed again. I just don't want you in my bed anymore if I'm not there. The last time, my pillow was like super glued to the headboard. I wasn't. I mean, what the? Alien goo? I wasn't. Super glue? Alien? Oh my god! I just had a revelation. Zinder, we got to take this to market. Oh, Nick, we'll be rich. All right, let's let's do a song really quick because I have to use the little rat's room. I'm drunk off of vodka. X I V I X Zivine riding till the sunset. We'll be right back with more. Take the rat. Starts out low.
veins are putting out. Hey, motherfucker. Ah, hi, G. Oh. Hi, everybody. We're back to Nick the Rat Radio. Whew. More rats room is great. I'm going to fill up my cup some more. Eh. I hope uh, I hope you are having a fun time. I'm out of... Oh, God, I have to open a new one of these things. It's inside. I'm not going to... You know what? I could probably play some advertisements now. So I have to get more seltzer. Which I'm going to open away from the electrical equipment. Man, Tommy's just hanging out tonight. Blitz is hanging out tonight. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of people actually hanging out tonight. We got like 20 people in the Twitch. We got like 40 in the, the fucking over here. We got a whole bunch of people over there. We do have some new advertisements today. You know what? Maybe we should play. I could probably run to get some seltzer and back before the new ad. We're going to play an old advertisement and then we'll play a new advertisement. We're going full sewer. Okay, uh, well, uh, we're going to play some advertisements now because we have to pay for the bathroom, the flushing of the bathroom somehow. We should play the first advertisement that I've ever had on the show ever. I can't do it by alphabetical order. That doesn't make sense. We're going to do the first advertisement ever on the show which I don't even know what the fuck this is. And then we're going to play the new advertisement right after that. We'll be right back. Ow! In 1998, six million violent incidents took place in American high schools, including 29,927 teacher fatalities. The public school system has been reduced to a battlefield. Board of Education has just found a solution. The perfect solution. You're next, Mr. Cope. For the class of 1999. Where are you? The class of 1999. These androids were supposed to educate the students. Battle droids, Miles. Battle droids. To graduate is to survive. Everybody trying to find the best present you can for your loved ones out there and you're sick of all the boring, lame shit that you get? Yeah, I am too. I used to buy people loot boxes and those crates and like uh, the boxes with the food in it. Those are all lame. Those are all like, you know, 2018 type shit. This is 2020, people. Let's up our game. And we are offering people the best new type of box that you could ship to you loved ones and to yourself it's it's not meant for just one group of people it's meant for everybody this this is a new revolution we're trying to host here the uh it's it is called dildo by the pound this is um a new loot box every month you get a pound of different types of dildos sent to your house some vibrate some are circular shaped some are uh self-lubing it you'll never know what you're gonna get you just pay one low payment of 69.99 a month and each month you could send a pound of dildos to anybody you want just think about that 
dildo by the pound. It's going to be a big hit in all, like your family. You could share it with your parents, uh, your brother, your sister. I've, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of videos on the internet, and it seems like there's a lot of brothers and sisters doing strange stuff out there. So make sure you get your loved ones pound of dildos in dildos by the pound. Think about it. It's a dick in the box that you could give to your loved ones. Order today at 917-719-5923. That is, that is Dildo by the Pound, only from the Dark Sewer Shopping Channel. It's fucked up. Alright, let's drink more of this vodka here. Um... We still have a lot of show to go. It's one thirty in the morning. Well, Eastern Standard Time. But we're we're having a good time. At least I think we are. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. You can give me a call and uh talk to me, just like this person attempted to do, but they left me a voicemail. Me again, uh, Karen. Still waiting at the restaurant. I don't know how much longer I can wait. And sit here doing butter shots with a mayo chaser. Anyways, you're not here if I'm not calling your manager. I don't know where my managers are right now. All the scientists have not returned to the sewer yet. The sewer's been empty. Uh... But Zindu still sent in uh, clips. Talking about hate. Oh, by the way, this is Zindu coming to you from the Dark Sewer News Network. I came across this article on New York One, and I thought it would be fun to read for Nick the Rat here. This one's called Meet New York City's Rat Hunters. Yes, rat hunters. Apparently, you could torture and kill animals using other animals if they're rats. Yeah, if you go out and kill any other animal in the fucking city, you're going to get shit on and you're going to get arrested. But if it's a rat and you have a dog, you could have dogs. You could have packs of dogs that go out and eat them. And uh, the, you'll get a pat on the back. Uh, also, th- there's a there's a there's a guy named Elias Shul. He loves posting photos of his little dog Sundrop, and he posts them with a row of dead rat carcasses that he just hunted. He says they're not providing a service; we're doing it for fun. This guy's getting off on this shit. I don't know, man. Like I, I heard stories about people that kill animals. And them having psycho fucking issues, like, uh, you know what, maybe he's a normal guy, and, and he gets pussy. Maybe he's out there getting pussy, like, his, there's a there's a lady walking down the street, and she sees this guy going, yeah, give him Suntrap, give him Suntrap, and Suntrap's fucking tearing apart a rat in the middle of the fucking street, and blood squirting all over the place, and there's violence, and the dogs are getting off on that shit, and then she's going, ooh, ooh, yeah, I'm wet, let's go home. Uh, I really have no idea why... This is uh, legal. Oh, I know they, they kill rats. They're considered a pest. I guess once you get that pest label on you, it's, it's over with. There, there's uh, uh, Nick, you're a fucking pest, by the way. You're, you're fucked. Uh, a lot of people hate rats. They're like, I hate rats. Rats are gross. You know how you get rid of rats? And you don't have to go out there. You don't have to kill them. And you don't have to fucking poison them. And you don't have to, to murder them and get your dog in on the act and try to get laid because of it. Just don't be a fucking filthy bastard, okay? All you have to do is make sure that you throw your garbage away. But I don't know if anybody here has ever seen the streets of New York City. 
but the streets are littered in garbage. Humans are fucking gross pieces of shit. There's piles of mountains of garbage bags on every street corner, and they're there like all the time. It's 24-7 piles of fucking garbage. How about you figure out how to get rid of your own trash, you filthy fucking monkeys, and then you could fucking maybe not worry about these rats running around the street and eating shit because you're just putting it out there. And you know what? uh, Nick's talking about this whole... This whole plague, space plague shit. Well, did you ever hear the theory that maybe the plague happened because the fleas on the rats and then and then all the fucking people that were trying to get pussy killed the rats off and then the fleas had nowhere to go and you know where they went next? Yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. Get ready for a plague. It's coming right to New York City. You better fucking move the fuck out. This is Zindu coming to you with the best news ever. Uh, we'll be back later with uh, more the Zindu News. Uh, Nick the Rat Radio. Uh, Dark Sewer News Network. Uh, hashtag Sewer Chat. Hashtag My Dog Ate a Rat Suck My Dick. All right, bye. Space plagues. Oh, so happy you brought it up there, Zindu. Because, um... <laughs> because... Fred Doyle... Fred Hoyle? Fred... Fred Hoyle. Yeah. Fred Hoyle was, uh... All into... Pants sperm. Sperming in your pants? Sp- pant spermia. Pants spermia. Hoyle uh, introduced the idea of uh, pan spermia. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about pant spermia and even more deeper we're gonna get deeper than we're gonna get deeper than panspermia. Trans transplant permia but if you email nick at nicktherat.com and you put the title of that email as guest blast i will read it right now like this writing 101 i'm starting a children's book the pictures are better than the storyline and this message isn't any better oh oh my god what is it oh look at this some fan art somebody sent some fan art it looks like a pig with a earring and uh rat it looks like rat with a six pack uh, those are those are titties aren't they uh it looks like a rat with uh some beer with them let me see if i get that on the camera there there's the pig and there's the rat with the beer bam thank you so much for that picture i i love uh callers i love callers hello hey hello from spearfish this is stillwater Holy shit. I could have done that longer, but I thought that would be annoying. That was impressive. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So this Thank guy you. was just sperm in his hands, huh? In his pants. It's, it's, it's sperm in his pants. Ugh. Adolescence, right? Oh, man. We've all been there. Well, asteroids have water, right? Yeah. Some of them do, yeah. So I'm not sure if all asteroids. Do, no, not all. Not a lot of asteroids do. Actually, actually, I read this article. I, I'm probably bringing this up too early. I'm way too drunk to remember the format of my own show. 
But uh, that's fine. <laughs> there was a meteor, meat eater, meat eater, meat. A matador. Meaty, meaty meteor. Okay, either way. Okay. Uh, this yeah. meteor that that they found sugar on. What? Yes. Like, like cane sugar? Sugar. I don't know what kind of sugar it was. I have the I have the article oh. somewhere. It could, it could it might have been it it was meteor sugar. It wasn't. Uh, oh, I hope it was like brown sugar. I like brown sugar a lot. Let me let me see this article here. First detection of sugar in meteorites gives clues to origin of life. Now I don't know if it was cane sugar huh. or what kind of sugar. I didn't really read the article, but okay, you could look it up. Now, now sugar equals life because like sugar is like uh, uh, something. Yeah, sugar and water too. You know, they found water in there uh, in a lot of those too. I hate so like it, okay, so I, I think I see where you're going with this. You're suggesting yeah. that maybe yeah. all life originated from a meteor with some water and some stuff on it, and then it got on the planet, and then it made babies, I guess. Actually, that's right? not the point of the show. <laughs> I haven't even gotten oh, to the okay. topic of the show. The topic of the show was uh, space plagues, sort of. Oh, dude. Yeah, space planes. They got those in Star Wars. <sighs> like the good ones, not the bad Star Wars, but the good ones. Well, the bad Star Wars had those too. They all all Star Wars. Do you like Star Wars? Yeah, they had space planes. They had those space planes. Would you rather fly an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter? I'd go for the X-Wing because, you know, you can... like it, I feel like it has that more maneuverability. It flies around kind of like a jet. You know, and that always looks way more fun than if you're in a, a, a like a, a tiny little ball. Yeah, but the tire you know, fighter, you're like in a I ball. I feel like the cockpit of an X-wing is probably like more like better. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, you see the cockpit of a of a tie fighter, you're like, how oh, it's scrunched and painful and obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. But but an X-wing, it looks like you got some leg room there. You know. Well, the- you get to talk to your 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 astromechanics. You know? No, I have to totally disagree with you. The the, the the Tie Fighter, you're in a ball, so you got more space yeah. in the thing. In the X Wing, it was more like you're like in a, like a typical like a like a fucking hot rod. You're like, but in, a, in the Tie Fighter, you could probably have like a shelf of like your fine uh, Bacardi, or you could have some your liquor over there. You can have like a. Okay. You got a ball. Okay. You got a ball going on, but in the X-wing, you okay. got like the the regular cock. I'd rather the balls than the cock, basically. Oh, I'm but, more. Of, you know, maybe what they should do is they should combine two of those X-wings with or two of those uh, Tie Fighters onto an X-wing, and then it's like you got like way more space. You know, you add the cockpit, and then it's got the balls in the movie, the cockpit. You, and then you can keep your drinks on one end, and you can keep some other shit on the other one, and then and then you can still talk to your your droid over there. Are you are you? I, I, just, a, I also just like the idea of having a, a little robot friend talking to you the whole time. That's uh, true. There the is no there is no R two unit in the uh, Tie Fighters. There's no like. 
Yeah, you know, it's like it's like I have a little buddy around. It's like, hey, what what are you up to? He's like, did people know? Did did only uh, that golden nugget motherfucker know what the R two was saying? Was it C three PO? Well, I okay. I think that like like Luke C- Luke talked C-3PO to it, right? Could literally understand R two. But like there, there's like intonations that that little droid has, and it's sort of like true. you get what he's saying, even though you don't know exactly what he's saying. You know what I mean? But I think I think R two, I think uh, I think Luke actually spoke to it though. Like he was like, "Oh R two, you're just being silly," and he was like, yeah. "But like, yeah, I, I was like <laughs> in the uh, uh, Empires or in Jedi, right? Yeah." But, yeah, because I, I understand. Like the first time you see it, it, like you see his computer in the X-wing is translating it for him, and I, I feel like that's how Luke kind of learned R2's language was because they were just talking to each other on, on their way to Dagobah, you know. I love going to the the bodega. It's, yeah, that's why I live in the city still because of the bodega. Oh sure, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I kind of like living out here because no one's freaking out. Like, there's no uh, protests or nothing. Uh, one day there was this one guy that walked around Main Street and he had a sign that said "Stop Police Brutality," but n- nobody paid any attention to him. Oh, I had somebody swung by the sewer, and I mentioned about uh, that the police were actually defunded by two million or billion dollars i forget what they did and and Oof. this person they're not they're not like a no agenda type person and they were like you know what they just gave that to another department in the police it's not even like they defunded the police they just gave it to another department but yeah uh, yeah the money still exists yeah it's everything is bullshit but either way do you like star trek or star wars more i've always been more of a star wars guy because it's it's sort of like the the type of sci-fi that Star Trek is. I didn't really get into that vein of sci-fi until I was in my college, post-college years. Yeah. But like as a kid, since Star Wars is more of like the adventure and the, the fantasy of it, like that that really drew me in because I was a kid then. And so I, I was with Star Wars a lot longer, and I'm way more versed in that kind of lore. But you know. Now that I'm a grown up and I can like think with my brains and shit, like I, I still enjoy Star Trek every now and again. Well, Star Star Wars actually is more thinky than Star Trek currently. Currently, well, <laughs> currently I guess yeah. I. <laughs> but either it, well, they're, both, heard, they're both pretty. I heard these rumors that they're going to basically make the Star Wars sequel trilogy non-canon. Using the veil of the force as Ooh. like a oh this is a parallel universe, but uh, anyway this is what really happened with Luke and Leia and Han. Wait, they're gonna redo? They're gonna like re- remake the original series? Yeah, yeah. It was because the the whole story structure was completely de- like derailed yes. in the second one uh, by Ryan Johnson, and it was, oh, like, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed it, it like the first time I saw it because it was in theaters and. At each step, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to piss people off. Oh, my God, that's really going to piss people off. Holy shit, this is really going to piss people off. It was like that whole movie, I was just thinking, oh, my God, 
this is going to piss off so many the, people. And the, the first like, one realizing it as it was happening was actually kind of fun. <laughs> that, well, yeah, it is true. It's true to realize that there's, um, the first Star Wars, the uh, the new fucking part of three, whatever it is, uh, the oh yeah, the Star Jedi's Wars Awakening? and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I remember that. One. <laughs> That's probably what it's called. It was uh, by JJ the fucking Bad Robot. You know, Bad Robot needs to go away. Yeah, yeah. This uh, he has glasses and a big nose, like he's wearing one of those fake disguises that we used to buy as kids. The cigar. And, uh, yeah, J- yeah. Abrams, JJ Abrams. He was yeah. Okay, so the thing with JJ Abrams is he is phenomenal at starting a story, but he is not any good at coming up with an ending. But, like, unlike Stephen King, he isn't forthright about it, you know? Like, Stephen King will straight up say, yeah, I suck at writing endings, and that's why the end of uh, uh, Pet Cemetery was weird and, you know, shit like that. But J.J. Abrams, Pet Cemetery you know, he, end? He, he hasn't, he, you know, he hasn't did... been forthright about that, you know? Pet Cemetery. Like, some guy's kid. He he's like, oh, some way. Some guy goes into a community. And he's like, I met an Indian, and he was like, he told me I could make my cat come back to life, and then he makes his kid come back to life. And how does how yeah. does Pet Cemetery end? He just kills his kid again. Like, yeah, exactly. You don't remember how it I don't, ends. No, I have no idea how it ends. Like in the movie, like the the wife ends up getting killed, and then he. Uh, you know, takes her up to the pet cemetery, and Ooh. then she comes back, and then, Ooh. and then, like, Can she right still get when they moist? cut away, like, Is that they a... show her grabbing a knife, and yeah, uh, and in the book, like, it's established that the the power of the Indian burial ground comes from uh, a Wendigo <laughs> that's actually like feeding off of these people's uh, uh, spirit energy or something, and then like uh, at the end of the book. Uh, He's about to like go back to the pet cemetery, and then the Wendigo decides, and eh, nah, I'm full. And then like, <laughs> and this is Wendigo's pet cemetery. Yeah, in the book. In all the book. I all I remember is the little kid stabbing that dude in the ankle. That shit was brutal. Oh yeah, and when he got the Achilles tent, the that guy was played by uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Herman Monster, Monster right? Wasn't that TV Herman show. Monster? Oh, Herman Munster. Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, that was... yeah. You play the guy. Uh, you don't want to go down that road. Uh, ground that's gone foul. That guy. Yeah. Okay. At least I'm not crazy. I thought it was Herman Munster. Thank goodness. Jason yeah, it's totally Robards. that guy. <laughs> and I love that they 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 have that character in South Park. He shows up every now and again. It's oh, pretty really? funny. Oh man, I saw some funny South Park memes recently that weren't true. Whoa! You mean there's memes that aren't true? Yeah, I know, but it's so Get weird. It's like a South car. Park meme that's not true because usually South Park memes are true. But it was, it okay, was yeah, there's yeah. something about like Trey Parker not wanting to play the part of uh, the the stoned crap pile because he's not uh, really poop or something. Oh, he, oh, is that the Mr. Hanky character? Yeah, Hanky the Christmas Pooh or something. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched South Park yeah. in years. 
I think the last time I watched South Park was when the Nintendo Wii came out. Oh, and then he, uh, Cartman goes in the future and shit, right? <laughs> That's how good... See, like, sometimes when there's, like, really good TV, I don't want to watch it because I want to save it for later. Uh-huh. And I think South Park is that. Also, uh, Rick and Morty. I haven't <laughs> watched any Rick and Morty. I want to watch that one day when it's totally done. Oh, you're going to wait so that you can binge watch the whole thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. But I think yeah, South, I haven't seen the, the the second half of this last season, but it's a it's a good show. I I like the uh like the the kind of philosophy that comes through that show. It's pretty I interesting. It's... I uh, Rick and Morty is definitely great. I've seen like the first season, and then when I cool. saw it, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this because it's, it's it's too good. It's like you know they're they're hitting all it's these too nails. Good. And I just want to, like, wait till it's like, oh, Rick and Morty is done. And I'm also waiting for South Park to be done because South Park was too good. And the last one I watched was probably, like, when we came out, which is. Sure. That was that. Yeah, that was a ways ago. But I got I, I, I to gotta argue for you should watch South Park when it's current because they're always it, talking about current events. Yeah, I know. You know, and it's always. But, Funny. But I want to be like an old man. It. I want to be like I'm like 80. I'm like, oh, that's South Park talking about that shit. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that bullshit. That was <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's going to make it even <laughs> more funny. And then I could die. Oh. Yeah. But only after you rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what was the last yeah, thing you... Yeah, so, have so you anyway, been... the topic was intergalactic oh. plagues, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't even got to the topic yet. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it goes deeper. I have a lot of information. A lot of information. Oh, well, shit. Let's get balls deep into that information. I'll let you go, bud. Take it easy. Oh, fuck. Space AIDS? All right, um, so viruses need a host. Viruses are like aliens. Okay, you, you motherfuckers, motherfuckers out there wanting this, this information. So viruses, they need a host. They probably can't exist by themselves out in the vacuum of space. But the, the one thing is that you, you can't determine what's going to happen. Sometimes stuff... Caller? Hey. Is the show still going? Uh, uh, no, this is after show. This is just you and me talking. We're private right now. Cool. Well, I was listening to uh, I was listening to the stream, yeah. uh, and I heard you talking to, with Stillwater about uh, the Wendigo. I know this is probably a, another episode, but <laughs> um, fine. I want to tell you it's real. The Wendigo is like a per- like a cannibal, right? Well, it's it. it this would have been a good. This would have been good for me to call in uh, uh, about psychic vampires because I, I think that's what they are. They uh, uh, a friend of mine has had an experience with with one. Oh, uh, fairly recently, but she's she's really bashful and doesn't want to call in. So you think Wendigos are psychic vampires? I think so. I think they can they can influence uh, your behavior to uh, some degree because I, I have a I have a little story with this. Uh, about three three four weeks ago. She saw this figure in the yeah. woods. 
yeah. And I mean, like, it was it was like nine feet tall, and it was solid black, as if someone took a pair of scissors and cut a hole out of reality. Whoa. And normally, you can't see these things. Or, you know, most people can't. But this thing just kind of ducked behind a tree and ran off. And, of course, hearing that, I jetted right down there and had my hatchet and started walking through the woods because there's apparently a paramilitary group down here in Tennessee, and I just thought it could have been some dude out in the woods. So I went around looking for tracks and all that, and, of course, didn't find a thing. But uh, not too long ago, I went down there to hang out with her, and I this rage just boiled up out of nowhere. And I'm not an irrational person. It just just it, it took every inch, every bit of my of my goodness to not just well kill her. Oh my god! And then she, I, I know. Tell me about it. No, I'm not like that, really. And uh, her daughter told her that uh, she had started for some reason just getting angry for no reason, like incredibly angry with her for nothing. So I think this thing. This thing, whatever it is, is out in the woods. Oh, and all this occurred after she saw this orb in the sky. It was moving very, very strangely. Just a white orb dipping and diving over the field. Wait, so she saw an orb and then you killed her? No, no. She saw an orb and then a few days later she saw a black figure in the woods. And this Mm -hmm. was was about a a couple months ago now. And whatever it is... Okay, okay. There's another thing. Uh... You know, we're out, we're way out in the middle of the woods, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And you can't ever you can't ever tell if there's some creepo walking around out in the woods. But I heard something bipedal moving in the woods. Okay. So I I took my weapon because you never know, and I stood out in the woods. Yeah. Oh. And I called for it to identify itself, which it didn't. I could still hear it moving. Oh my so, god. So yeah, I popped a couple of shots in the ground and went back to the house. Just, just as a warning, just in case it was some creepo. I didn't shoot at anything. I didn't shoot, you know, at any kind of trajectory where it would harm anything else. But I popped a couple of rounds on the ground and went back to the house. I stood out there all night listening to this thing walking around out in the woods. And I think it was that creature. So, uh, what, what? When you say you you popped into the ground, you're you're not talking about like a sexual organ, right? You're talking about like a a gun, right? Yeah, yeah, a forty-five ACP. I've shot one of those before. That's a great. That's a great weapon. And now, uh, did it? Did it seem to react to it at all? Did it react to the popping off into the ground? No. Oh my! God. I had one ear. I had one ear plug so I could hear afterward. And I popped it and popped a couple shots in the ground and plugged the other ear that was ringing so I could hear. Oh my! And God. it it didn't run. It didn't yell. Nothing. All I could hear was. Oh my! Oh my! And you know, I can you know I I've been in the woods at night many many times. I can tell when there's coyotes running. I can tell when there's deer running. I can tell when there are uh, uh, armadillos because they sound a lot bigger than they are because they're like an inch off the ground and moving a lot of brush. But this the, was this was on two legs. Whatever deer, it was, deer and if you pop if you if you fucking blow off into the ground, they're gonna run. This is this is. How big was this creature? Did you see it? Uh, she said it was about nine. The one she saw was nine feet. Oh, I have not seen it. See, you did not see it. Okay, so nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. That's bigger than like five. Yeah, it's it's it. 
it freaked me out pretty good. It, it, it took her about a, a day to realize what she'd seen because that's a little bit of a traumatic experience when you see the, you know, the shape of a nine foot tall creature that is blacker than the blackest black in the middle of the woods. Did she tell you about any other features on this creature? Like, did she touch no, it or no smell features. it or anything? No features. Well, the, the creepy thing is, my mother, as a little girl, yeah. uh, there's a cemetery. Uh, okay, there's a town about seven miles from our house. Yeah, We live in the middle of the woods. There's a town seven miles from the house called Saltillo. And she used to live there. And there's a, there's a graveyard called Allen Cemetery okay. right in the middle of town. Really small cemetery, wrought iron fence all the way around it. You know, just it's basically just a few family plots. Well, she and her friend were playing in the cemetery, just, you know, just doing what little kids do, just playing in the cemetery. And she turned around and noticed this black, tall, solid black shape stand up from behind a gravestone. And she and her friend ran, 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 ran. So it's whatever it is, it's around here. Now, did the were the kids armed? Did they shoot at the, the, the figure? Yeah, it is the country, but no, they were a little young for that. Okay. I've, this is this is fucking this. I've heard stories about these these creatures that are just like gigantic hairy humanoids, and wow. You see, I thought I, th- th- she said there was no hair of any kind. It was almost like a spectral being. Oh, but you know, I thought I thought for a second because it's 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 thought that uh, that the Bigfoot is a shapeshifter and possibly a walker between dimensions. You know, and I, I, it, it occurred to me to go, you know, like, you know, the next day, because she, she didn't want me to walk too far in the woods, even though I wanted to walk all the way through it. But, uh, have, have you been I to these, and, have you been to this area? To where? Uh, to where this, uh, the, they witnessed this spectral spectacular. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the, where my mom witnessed it was only about seven miles away from the house. And, uh, and uh, this place is down in a place called Wayne County, down in uh, about uh, county over. You oh, hold on, hold on, color, color. You might not want to give out too much information about this, but would you be able to maybe fax me like a map to this location that we might? Be yeah, able I could to? do that. Okay, look, I, 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 I'm going to totally. I will look at this map. You could fax me this map, and I will not let anybody else know where it is. If we could check this out together. Okay. Would you be a will- oh, would also, you be willing to go there with me? Yeah, sure. I also uh, heard uh, earlier on the show before my damn phone died that uh, you'd never seen any stars before. Oh no, none. And I was gonna, I was going to call in and say like, hey man, if you, I mean, I'm kind of broke at the moment, but you know, if and I get back on the river and get off of it again, you ought to come down here and see some stars because you know there might be a lot more to it than that. I've seen uh, I've seen one UFO out here uh, in the graveyard. I can tell you that story too if you'd like. Wait, you seen you you've seen this personally? Yes. Well, it, it was it was little more than a, a speck. You know, you know how you see satellites in the sky moving. Yeah, it's like a dot because flight mine. Yeah, I've seen I've seen satellites. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it only goes in one direction, yeah, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this I was I was a little intoxicated. That's true. But you know, this is the type of thing that sobered me up real quick. I was walking through the graveyard. We, you know live not far from one. I was walking through the graveyard just enjoying the moonlit night and I had sat up under a big oak tree and I was looking at the stars and I saw this dot that looked similar to a a satellite but a little less bright 
and I, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to be in front of you to show the, to show you the shape. It, you know, the, the, uh, crap. Well, how far off the ground do you think it was? Oh, it was in space. Oh, it's way up there. Well, yeah, yeah, it was every... about the size, like it was about the size of a satellite. You know, that you can see from the ground. Oh, but man. it was moving across the sky, and then it moved to the right, forward to the left, forward up to the right, and then back around. And by that time, I was on my feet, walking back to the house. Call, call her, people, I, it, hold on one second, caller. Okay, right. Look, this today, this day and age, we all have um, cell phones on us, and I know that it's very hard to capture video of uh, something far away like this. Did you have a, a cell phone with you? No, I was still living at home at the time, and this is, this is before cell phones uh, really came out. I mean, we oh, had flip phones and stuff, but nothing like we got today. Oh, yes. Yeah. So flip phone, you wouldn't be able to get anything with that. The, the cell phones today, I, the technology is crazy today with the, with the really camera technology. But yeah, back back then, you wouldn't be able to see it. Is, oh, my. Did you, did you tell anybody about this? Did you feel... Did you feel safe? I mean, it it it, it wasn't until a little, uh, well, actually, a, a ways later on that I told anybody because, I mean, it just, I, I don't know, it didn't even really seem real. I mean, all it was was a dot, but space craft does not move. Nothing moves it's in true. those directions. It's either going straight or down or, you know, any other angle, but it's never going to, like, crook around. But th- that's not the only thing that's been seen down here. Um, You've seen more. <laughs> I haven't, no, but uh, uh, some friends of mine that don't really have the imagination to come up with this kind of shit uh, saw this blue orb. They said it was about six by six, six feet tall, six feet wide, blue orb moving silently through the trees. Oh, my God. And uh, it, then in the blink of an eye, it was gone. And I have personally seen uh, another UFO. Uh, well, actually, a, a What did a group you personally them, uh, see? Yeah, what, did you, what have you personally seen? Okay, uh, I work on the river. Uh, I work on a towboat on the river. They call them line boats. And we were just now, we were just leaving. Uh, we had just stitched all the tow together. Everything was put together. We were leaving, uh, setting up the running lights so people on the river can see and you won't yeah. wreck or anything. And um, I was helping a buddy of mine do it who had been up for a little while. And he had, uh, had to kind of babysit him so he didn't fall in the river. But uh, we were we were putting the, the running lights together and... Just out of nowhere, I saw two red orbs, and they weren't that far away, really. They were, I'd, I'd imagine, maybe 600 feet up, 400 feet up, just judging from barge length. And I saw them for the blink of an eye, and then I just saw this. I saw them moving at incredible speed with no sound out of the atmosphere. Would you be willing to show me thing where is, you see them? The thing them? is, I radioed up to the captain because we all got radios to communicate. Yeah. I radioed up and said, uh, uh, hey, Tom, you, you, know, you up there? He said, yeah, go ahead. I said, did you, you didn't happen to see uh, two red orbs move out of the atmosphere at incredible speed, did you? He radioed back and said, nope, I saw three. So three of them? Three. Oh, all in a group. Inc- would you would you be willing? Okay, look. If I was not going to show, could, because like I understand that if if people find this place, they might come and hoard the area. They might kind of ruin your hometown. But would you be willing to share this with me personally, like uh, like in a back channel somewhere? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not very well. I'm not very technologically uh, 
minded, I guess you could say. I mean, I've never really messed with it, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I have a I have a Proton Mail account if that would help anything. That that would be. I could probably we could connect. I've only been connected by the FBI at least twice or three times, but I'm sure this time we could probably work something out. I will not. I will keep it as secretive as possible. I would love to come in, down in, and check this out. In person would be better, of course, because you can leave phones behind and go walk the river. <sighs> that That's what I'm trying to look for, caller. I'm trying to look for what you're... Oh, my God. This is... Three lights. Mm-hmm. Not two. Not two. Did... No, I, I only saw two, but it was only for a moment, and he saw three because he's up in the wheelhouse. He's 45 feet above us, and, you know, got he, he's... Yeah, the river was high at that point in time, so he could see above the trees too. Uh, it's this weird. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, Cody, are you religious at all? Are you religious at all? Do you have uh, religion in your really, bones? But I'm now, open to any possibility. And you're open, and you saw this. And do you think it's really extraterrestrial? I'm not sure. Um, I've. I'm really not sure. I would, I would, I'm not sure. I don't even know if I would hope it would be really because I'm not, I, I just, I just don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think humankind would have any kind of good intention with something like that. And I'm not so sure about anything else out there either. I have, but, I have another, I have a, I have another question for you. Yeah. If an alien, uh, okay, say, just, let's just imagine that, these lights were from another place in time, okay? Let's just say it was. We we don't know if they were. You saw these lights, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. If if they came down to earth and landed next to you and a three-breasted alien came out and said, "Can I suck you off?" Would you let them? Yes. This is an incredible story. Oh my god! Oh. I would even sixty nine as long as it didn't ooze any kind of caustic, you know, lubricants. Uh, can can we talk offline? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I think you've got my number, don't you? All right, caller. Look, I'm going to uh, contact you through the back channels because I don't want this information to get out because. I'm really looking for a three-breasted alien to. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm serious, caller. I'm serious. I know it's a. It sounds funny, but I'm fucking. I'm very serious about this. This is like a life goal of mine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, I guess I guess I'll, I'll I'll hang out now and uh, and let you do whatever you need to do uh, technologically speaking and. Uh... I'll talk to you soon. We will. I'll, I'll keep you. I'm... You heard it here first, folks. There, there might be a chance that I could see three breasts at once. Instead of seeing just two, I might be able to see three. Not three sets. One set with an extra one involved. I've been waiting for this day. I I have to contact that person. Uh, we have their. We don't have their information. 
You didn't... Can you call them back? We, we're having some technical difficulties over here. We're going to listen to a voicemail. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick, uh, just giving a quick shout-out as I'm starting my smoker. Hey, hogstory.net, hogstory.net, on uh, Monday nights and uh, maybe Thursdays now. I don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, yeah, so I was just starting my smoker. I look out the window where I had seen a wasp flying around earlier. I'm kind of pissed off about that. But I let him do his thing, watched him, and he departed. And then I watched a spider checking the area just now. And I remembered biology class, uh, college is bullshit. But, uh, yeah, so, did you know? What? Wasps are the spider's predator. What? Um, dirt daubers, mud daubers, etc. They'll eat and, uh shit or or take the corpse of the spider after they've stung it or poisoned it and they put it in a mud nest, a dirt dauber you call them, or people call them, uh, mud dauber, dirt dauber, whatever. So you get those mud nests and they've got many spider corpses in there. Ew. Or and or uh, wasp nests. They, uh, not only do they chew um, basically chew up wood and et cetera to make the paper nests that they shit or deposit spider um, bodies and uh, digest it or whatever into those nests to feed the larvae. So that's what's inside those nests are multiple spider corpses or digested uh, proteins, et cetera. Hey, I'm not recommending you eat it, but uh, that's what's up. Uh, fun little biology lesson, but I'm uh, not uh, giving you any degree or none of that bullshit. So uh, get stay woke. Uh, fuck. Uh, adios, folks. That's to nasty. Um, you know it's you know it's funny. Like sometimes you might put on like a funny hat or something, and then say you forget about that you're wearing that funny hat, and then you start to live life. You live life normally, as you increase entertainment value for people around you. So my suggestion for that last caller is wear a funny hat. Thirty-three percent more of the time, it'll. Make everybody happier. Uh, we're, we didn't get to the topic of this episode yet. We're going to get to it. I promise you. We will get to the topic of this episode. But before we do, we have um, uh, INTL Command with Day 3. INTL Command was doing uh, songs every day. With like three instruments, three instruments, three, day three, day three, 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 day three, three, day three, 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 until command three.
Oh, crap. I did it again. But don't worry, because... Oops, I did it again. Um, play that there clip that y'all want to listen to. You stated in your remarks to the Commonwealth Club in San Francisco that one of the most powerful religions in the Western world is environmentalism. Can you explain why you refer to environmentalism as a religion? Mm. Because I have trained in anthropology, uh, the idea that anthropologists have about what constitutes a religion or what functions a religion serves are a little bit different from how you think about it if you categorize religions as, you know, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, something like that. So from the standpoint of an anthropological view, a religion is a collective set of beliefs. Um, it ha there is a leader or leaders who promote the beliefs among the followers. Followers make some kind of contribution or um, uh, change in uh, their lifestyle based on the religious belief. Uh, the religious belief gives them a total view of the world in terms of what, how the world is structured, what's right, what's wrong, what's good action, what's bad action. That all fits perfectly onto environmentalism. The other thing that environmentalism does, which I said to this group, is it it rather precisely maps a lot of Judeo-Christian beliefs about the origin of the world and so on, so that in environmental thinking there is a view that it, there used to be a sort of Eden, and then people came and ruined that, that Eden, um, and that we are therefore sort of original sinners because we're destroying this planet, and what we can do, however, is get salvation through sustainability. And if you're a good person, you will seek salvation, and if you're a bad person, you'll drive SUVs. What caused you to be so prejudiced towards this religion? Mm, well, um, I don't think it should be a religion. You know, and uh, I don't know. It's interesting that you said it was prejudice. That um, it's a disagreement. I'm not sure. It's a. I, I would argue it's not a prejudice. That it's a different way of seeing things. The um, what I the core of my argument is that if you're going to be responsive to the environment, the environment is always changing, and our understanding of the environment is always changing. And if we are to be to do better with the environment that we do now, and I would tell you that at this moment we have raw sewage seeping out of the Yellowstone National Park, so we're not doing a great job. I mean, I, I mention the parks because the parks are unlike. Uh, land use where there's conflicts about should we build a house or should we build... The, the parks are set aside. The parks are there for us to preserve them. And it turns out we don't know how to preserve them. And we won't admit that we don't know how to preserve them. We have... It's been a disaster what we've done. And so when I look at how we treat the environment, I think we have to be flexible. I think we have to try things 
and see how they turn out. We have to be ready to change course. We have to be able to adapt. We have to say we're wrong and let's do it right. We have to do research. This is all stuff that fundamentalist religions can't do. And if, and if the envir environmentalism is a kind of fundamentalist religion, then that's not a good way to manage the environment. We need a scientific approach. We need a non-religious approach. We need a way to look at this and do better than we've done. A lot better. It's essential. It's essential for you guys and, you know, for your children. Um, what led you to believe that the facts proving the hazards of secondhand smoke are misleading and false? Okay, before I answer, I should tell you that after we're done, if you guys want to keep uh, talking, I'll keep sitting here and we can talk some more. Secondhand smoke uh, is an amazing story. And uh, the, the, sh the historical, the short version is that the EPA investigated it in, I think, 1991 or two, and, uh, and was not able to demonstrate that, that there was a carcinogenic effect. By not able to demonstrate, it means that you have to, according to the EPA guidelines, you have to have what are called 95% confidence intervals. It has to be statistically strong evidence. They couldn't get it. They did six studies. They combined all the studies. They still couldn't get it. They dropped their thing to 90%. To go from 95% to 90%, it's hard unless you know statistics. 90% means it may or may not be there. Okay. You want 95% or 99%. They didn't have it. They nevertheless classified it as a, as a Class A carcinogen. California uh, was the first state to pass anti-secondhand you know, uh, smoke ordinances, all of which I'm in favor of. You know, I don't like people smoking next to me. I don't feel good in places like Germany and France where, the, where you, they smoke right next to you. I'm not, I don't want people to smoke. Smoking is bad. Smoking causes cancer. But secondhand smoke does not cause cancer. And part of how I got to it was my daughter and her friends were going down the street, you know, pulling, pulling their shirts up as they passed some poor schlump out, you know, smoking a cigarette. And I said, what are you doing? And they said, oh, you know, it's cancer. It's not, you know. And, and what happened was in 98, a federal judge said to the EPA, you can't do this. You haven't made the case. You have broken your own guidelines. This is not demonstrated. It has never been demonstrated. I mean, believe me, there are physicians and groups dying to show it. And it has never been brought to a level of significance. It may have other effects. It's certainly unpleasant. But I'm, I'm opposed to passing laws based on phony science. I think it's a bad precedent. The Earth is definitely getting warmer. It's gotten, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of six or seven tenths of a degree Celsius warmer in the last hundred years. We are increasing the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It's increased thirty percent in the last century. We're we, we meaning humans we are doing human this. Beings, yes. Um, carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas. We would expect a thirty percent increase to have some influence on temperature. We're also doing lots of other things that, that affect the, the temperature as it's measured in a, in a global temperature reading. So we're 
you know, cutting down the forests and doing croplands and all that. What's, what's basically called land use changes, or the urban heat island effect also has an effect, whether that's compensated for adequately in the way they do these calculations or not. And I said, my conclusion is that we will have eight-tenths of a degree warming increase in the next hundred years. So I absolutely believe that warming is occurring, humans are involved, and where it's going to continue for the next hundred years. Then what did you say that got everybody so upset at you? I'm not a catastrophist. And, oh, I said one other thing, too. I said, I think it is not likely that carbon dioxide is going to prove to be the primary driver. What, what do you think will be the primary driver? I think the sun, and I think there are miscalculations from urban land use, generally speaking. You can bring in five guys to talk about whether Antarctica, the, the core of Antarctica, is getting colder or not. Everybody agrees the peninsula, which is 2% of the mass, is getting warmer. And, you know, they'll argue and argue and argue, and you'll come away after an hour saying, I don't know what the answer is, and that's the reality. Nobody really knows that. But what I said in my book, and I think, and I defy anybody telling me I'm wrong, is I said nobody knows how fast it's going to get warmer, and nobody knows for sure what the various contributions of warming are. If there's anything that's so weird for me, it's this, that you can talk to scientists and you say, what do you think of that shop corner with a neon sign that says psychic reading and somebody's going to tell you the future? And they go, oh, that's a fraud. That's a charlatan. No one can do that. You go, great. What do you think about the, telling me what the global temperature of the climate, I predict the climate, no one can predict the weather for a month, the climate, a hundred years from now, and they go, oh, that's, that's science. That's important. Pay $500 million for that, a billion dollars. I mean, it's bizarre to me. No one can predict the future. That was weird. It was like a, ow, it was like an explosion that I would do, but I didn't do it. You know, we're about to get to the topic of the show. But before we do that, 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. <laughs> This message is actually probably for uh, the Zindu among us. Well, there's no Zindu here, so let's go to nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Get the rat. Get the rat. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Not bad. Sewers are doing pretty good. Uh, love the last show with Darren. Oh, man. That was good. Hope you do some more interviews. Adam Curry. Maybe you oh. could get, um, uh, what's the, uh, that guy from Jackass that tattooed his face on his back? Uh, Wee Man. Get Wee Man on your podcast, man. Zindu? Or Steve-O. Huh. Uh, who else could you get as an interview? Maybe you could get uh, you could get Roseanne Barr. I'm trying. I'll Talk try. Talk about Q for a while. She follows me on Twitter. Um, I'm sure this. I'm sure this is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Weed man. You could maybe get Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yes. Uh, the dude from Cheetos. 
Just you could me? maybe get who else could you get? You, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, you could get um, marmalade. Captain Crunch, the guy that makes KFC. Oh man! Oh fuck yeah! Can crunchy fried chicken? I would love that. Uh, but I don't know, Nick. Who would who would your preferred favorite guest be? Barack Obama. Who is I like your dream guest? To inter- that's still inter- it has to be someone who's still alive. Barack it Obama's could be a cartoon. Uh, you could get Aunt Jemima on. Ooh. You could get. Uh, I didn't know there could be cartoons. Gem, uh, simply fantastic. That's probably the only good ideas. Lion, oh, like that's the top tier A list guest, I suppose. But yeah, man, get Wee Man on. Who would you want on? Who would you want on your podcast? Lion, oh, Mr. The Rat. I have a crystal meth medical card. <laughs> yeah, some doctor prescribed. What? 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 What's, What's going, going on? on? What's going on? Dick Cavett, Satoshi Nakamoto, where am I? Space AIDS. Obama would not be boring. I should click you out. Click you out. Obama would be a great guest. He's he sounds great. He's a professional. People love him, and uh, I want to know how he cooks his eggs in the morning. I want to find out how Obama makes his eggs. Obama probably uses, um, I hope he uses Cristal. Uh, <sighs> the sewer folks. And, uh, I just want to say thanks to all the sewer folks. Uh, we, we gonna, he is an egg? Okay, people. Okay, that doesn't make any, any, any goddamn sense at all. 917-719-5923. Hi, Nick, I'm still waiting. You son of a bitch. Stop. No. Maybe we can do a shot of mayo together. No. No. I hear you like that. No. No, 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 Maybe there's some other things like it. Show you that you might like, huh? No, 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 no. Strange, it's not there was a werewolf in here. It turns out it was just an Italian fella. I don't know. Do you like Italian food? I do. I do, too. Place, I don't know. They don't have Italian food. I'm going to have to talk to the manager on that. So, Anyhow, get in here in 10 seconds. I'm calling your manager. What? 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 Anyway, I'm going to get this party started. Let's do that with him, boy, with space. Get ready for a party, people. We're, we still got some more show to go. I didn't even get to the topic yet. There's some real information we have to fucking touch. And if you don't want to touch it, then get out of here. But if you want to touch some information, stick around. Stick around. Radio.
phone lines are now open. Call Nick the Rat and tell him where the Reptoid touched you. East of the Rockies, call 917-719-5923. West of the Rockies, also call 917-719-5923. You're a badass motherfucker. I just wanted to tell you that. sounds 
This is the sound of the sun. Interviewed Nardmore. It would it'd be funny because he if he didn't accept my interview, that'd be fucked. But he never would accept my interview. At least I don't think he would. Uh, yeah, but you know, I could ask him. I think I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I could send him a DM. I was a uh, when I actually did interview McAfee. I did meet his criteria up to the point of having thousands of viewers. I think I have a lot of viewers. What the fuck? But I don't know if I have uh, the amount. I don't have any sponsors other than you know, a pound of dicks box. What the fuck is going on here? Turn this shit off. But uh. Fucking turn this shit off, motherfucker! It's still the that's the sound of Saturn. That was Saturn after the sun. Uh, who knows what that even means? The main point of today's show, if you were wondering, if you thought, "Hey, why am I tuning to Nick the Riot Radio?" He was posting about a space plague, and he played all this other stuff. The sun goes through cycles. David Icke might have warned you about that. But did he warn you about the flu and how it coincides with the sun cycles? Every time the sun cycle is at its lowest amount of power, it uh, causes a flu. There seems to be a flu and the sun... Now... We don't really know what the flu is. Like the flu needs um creatures to carry to 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 fucking live on. But then why isn't there flu 24/7 all day long? It's kind of like um this always this was always my problem with a black hole in absolute kelvin. Black holes are um zero. So if you throw any number at zero, it should just constantly get bigger. Like zero should take over. Zero is always bigger than something. And absolute Kelvin, if it's everything around it's frozen, anything that touch any fucking atom that touches absolute Kelvin should stop moving. But it doesn't because there's proof because we still move. Black holes do not suck in all the energy, and the proof is that we still exist. There seems to be a lot of facts in the scientific community that make you question the facts. And if you question the facts the way I just did, you might not get an answer. You, they might say, oh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever. But uh, there are questions out there. There are questions out there. There are questions out there. 917-719-5923. We might get a few of those questions now. But the sun cycles are definitely influenced by the flu. I mean, the flu is definitely influenced by the sun cycles. The thing is that um, Hoyle, he thought that viruses came from space. Viruses need a host. But asteroids do have water. And what's in the water? Maybe a host for a virus. So once this crashes down on Earth, the uh, the water gets out, the uh, virus spreads... 
And then uh, you look at the sun cycle and you realize that the sun cycle and the flu season match up. The sun cycle and the flu season match up. The sun cycle and the flu season match up. Hey, Nick. No. Hey, Nick. So, people have been asking me whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert. What? No, we already heard that. Nick the Rat! We already did that. It's a rat. And we already did that. We got it in the show. The show is going on too long. Yeah. Twelve, one, two. It's almost four hours again. I'm not your Sorry, Ducky. father. You're not? Get off my fucking phone. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, dude. I thought you were my dad, but you're not. Wait. That was more of a... I thought it was after the... All right. Sorry. And then the fire... The fire ants got him. And they, they carried him away. And... And we never saw him again. It's a sad story, but just put mayonnaise. Hey, Nick. Before you go out to the <laughs> desert, put this mayonnaise. This message is actually probably for uh, the Zindu among us. He's in chess. Um, I mean, you have an... Uh, you have the... The uh, the room to say you know pauper conditions. Let's read a guest. You're blast. living in a sewer, etc. No killing animals. Uh, Rats have rights. Poor, Buy our veggies. But, uh, Rats have rights. I mean, your donation uh, check, money order, etc. is on the way. I love you, buddy. Oh, well, or thank I you. I want to see you again soon. Oh, I don't, I don't know what they're talking about, and I hope that my my uh, no. Karen again, getting past oh, that. No. Yeah. No. So, and they're going to show up. So, I don't know what your topic is tonight, but it probably should be Karen. You know, do they love? Do they hate? Do they ever talk to the management? The inquired minds that probably want to know all about Karen's out there. And uh, if you don't tell them about them, I'm going to talk to your manager. By the way, if you aren't here in three seconds, I'm calling your manager. All right, look, if you're going to call my manager, make sure that I let you know that the sun cycle matches up with the flu season. The sun cycle matches up with the flu season. Check it out. It's true. It's real. It happens. Wait. That was more of a... I thought it was after the... All right. Eat more sun cycles. This is Elon Musk. Oh, call me back. Call me back, Elon. I got I got a lot to discuss with you over here. So waited here all night for you. I don't oh, know where God, you are. Get me up. It's Karen again. Fuck that. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey Nick. Um. Yeah, buddy. I uh, just wanted to give you some good news. Yeah. After we ran all the tests. Yeah. 
and looked at everything yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, so far, your show doesn't suck. Hey everybody, this is a Zindu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. Usually I don't stoop this low in the uh, news wheelhouse, but this one's been really, really interesting for me at least because I'm a big fan of the, of uh, Dr. Disrespect. He, he drools and spits all over the place while he beats kids in Fortnite and he thinks he's cool and... And a lot of people watch him. He's he's entered. He's like a wrestler. He's like if a wrestler was playing fucking video games. So either way, he got banned from Twitch recently, and his fucking whole channel's removed. And uh, it's been about two weeks now, and nobody knows why. Nobody has any idea why. Recently, Twitch has been banning uh, a bunch of pedophiles and people grooming little girls to, uh, you know. Uh, hop on their fucking knob when they're of age or some shit. I don't know. Bunch of bunch of assholes out there stalking little girls and sending them pictures and asking for pictures. Not cool stuff. Nick, stop that. I know you're doing that. I've seen those pictures of uh, those naked rats that you have. Those rats are underage, buddy. Not true. Call the FBI. Asshole. They're send dogs. Fuck they're going to eat you, and then they're going to eat those little girls as well because all rats are are fucking pests. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. Dr. Disrespect is gone. There's been a lot of speculation into why this happened. There was a, um, recently Mixer, uh, paid a couple of big streamers a shitload of money to go there. And, uh, it was, it was rumored that Dr. Disrespect was, uh, the fucking going to go to another service or something. But there was, that, that's probably all bullshit. There, there's one, uh, one theory that, that I, I think is pretty good. He, he, uh, last year or two years ago or five years ago, it doesn't really matter anymore because, you know, the internet never forgets now. And, and the noodle gun, I've heard about this noodle gun, is, uh, it's got a memory. The noodle gun's got a memory. Uh, he, he cheated on his wife. No. Disrespect. Yeah. I don't know how much he cares. cheated. I don't Good know work, if he just Trax. sent dick pics sure. to somebody or, or had a fucking online romance fling or actually stuck his ding dong in her wing wong. But either way, it was uh, rumored that it was with one of the Twitch employees. Yes, yes, Dr. Disrespect might have had a fling with a Twitch employee. And now when Twitch knows that this happened, but then gave Dr. Disrespect a contract recently, too, of millions of dollars, that employee might have started to speak up during this whole big old ban hammer that they were doing and was like, you know what, you got ban- I, I don't feel safe working here because this guy cheated on his wife with me. I'm an adult female. And uh, I think you should ban them, and then they did. But then again, who knows? Nothing is known right now. There's there's no knowns, and there's a lot of unknown, known, unknown knowns. So this is all speculation. We have no idea. Maybe you're just too goddamn hot for the the channel. I don't know. They're, they're, well, they're gonna have to tell us soon. God damn it! This is like a soap opera. I can't wait to see what happens next. Anyway, this is Zindu coming to you with the most useless news in the entire planet. We'll be back soon with more. News. Bye. All right, let's let's fucking end the show. The whole point of the show was saying sun cycles and flu season match up. There's something about when the sun is at the lowest point in its um, energy output, energy output, something like that. That there's more flus on the earth, and uh, apparently, it looks. Like, wait, hold on one second here. Line line. Line nine? No way. Featuring Junior Pass. Pace? 
Let's listen to some music, everybody. We'll be our the show over here. Let me get back over here. Yeah, we're, uh... So, it looks like Space Aids correlates with sun, sun, the low sunspots. The sun's out to kill us. Watch out for the sun. Uh... 917-719-5923. Oh, we cleared all those out. We cleared all the gas blast. We cleared out everything. We'll be back next week with more Nick the Riot Radio. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. I love talking to people. Love getting into their minds and seeing their opinions and sharing with people. Uh, and now we're currently at a crossroads. 
and the crossroads and there here what else do i have what is this here oh yeah i know what we have zindu Hey everybody, this is Zindu coming to you from the Dark Sewer News Network. There was, uh, in Harper's Magazine, there is a letter on justice and open debate. Yes, it seems that some people are getting fed up with cancel culture. Now, I, I recently seen this, this article about uh, Holly Berry. She wanted to play a transgender male in a movie and, like, show his life or something. Like, I don't know, there was a story about it. She was like, you know, I really want to make this movie. And the movie would have, you know, it would have put a light on transgender men. Or, or I'm sorry, maybe I'm going to get canceled for this. Maybe I'm supposed to say, uh, not even a transgender man. Maybe I'm just supposed to say a woman that changed. Or maybe not even that. Maybe I'm just supposed to say a woman. So Holly Berry said the wrong thing. She was like, I wanted to play a transgender male who is now a woman. Now, that made a large group of people very, very, very upset that she said this. They were like, oh my god, this bitch is moving in on our fucking group. I don't know. I don't know what they were so uh, mad about. And then she apologized, said she's not going to make the movie. And then all the people that were pissed off were like, you know what? At least she, she pulled that shit out real quick. So I'm happy she did that. She she kowtowed and bent over and, and now she's not going to make this movie, which might have shown some light on our community. You, you, how about you just let her make the movie? Might have actually helped transgender people or people that are going through change or, or not comfortable in their own bodies or, or just want to explore or think or, or just more, more media, more information, more, more culture, okay? Why not just let that come out? And if you don't want it, it to succeed, don't go see it. Don't give your money to it. I don't, cancel culture is becoming uh, like a screaming act. Like, ah, I'm going to scream at this person until they go away. Why don't you just not give them money? Like, if Holly Berry wasn't going to get paid to do this movie, she might still make it, but you don't even have to watch it. There's a lot of shitty movies out there that I wish were never made, like uh, those last Star Trek movies or whatever. There was maybe, like, one or two good But, you know, the, most of this, it's garbage and shit, and, and Alex Kurtzman's is a piece of shit asshole. But as long as he keeps making it, I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be uh, vocal about it, but I'm not going to get, like... So mad that I'm going to have a fucking parade or something about it. Anyway, there was a lot of people that signed this. Of course, J.K. Rowling signed it because she recently said that uh, she was a woman or something. And uh, she said, oh, she said uh, uh, only women have periods, I think. And that made uh, men that women that became men upset because they're men and they have periods. Okay, well, you know, hey, whatever. Um, let's see, there's other people. Mark Oppenheimer, uh, there's that, was that the guy over here? There's, uh, let's see, uh, Fareed Zakaria signed this thing. Um, uh, there was, there was like, there's like, there's a couple of, of people high up there. I, I can read the whole list. There's like a hundred people that signed it. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, Noam Chomsky, he signed it. Boring motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This whole cancel culture thing, it's, it's getting, it's getting weird. Very strange. Culture uh, should... Uh, maybe cancel culture is culture. Maybe that's the new culture is it's canceled. Maybe people just want reality TV. I thought these people were actors mostly. Like, if you're a writer or an actor, like, they, people say a lot of stupid shit outside of their own profession. Like, you know, I, don't, I really don't want to hear Patrick Stewart's beliefs on God. You know, maybe I do. Maybe I do want to hear it, but I might not agree with him. 
but he still has the right to say it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell him to shut the fuck up. I'm gonna come to his house and burn him and kill his whole family. And people are getting away with doing stuff like that. And it's like very scary stuff. It's very scary. It's a. Uh, it's like the people that feel threatened are now threatening people because they're sick of being threatened by. I, it's 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 a it's a it's a vicious circle. It's scary. It's it's very scary. That's all I can say. And I'm probably gonna get defunded now. You're gonna defund the Zindu because I I said this. Like I I. I'm not trying to say I hate anybody other than Alex Kurtzman, but uh, it's fine. Alex Kurtzman, he he does, he just does it. I, if if I'm really mad, I'll make my own Star Trek films, right? You know, then then I'll fucking do it. That's what these people should do. If you're upset that somebody said something, you should go out and say what you think. And imagine imagine if you gave your opinion, and then people started to like give you death threats or. Or fucking came after your job and your money and your source of income and your livelihood. All because you had an opinion that you don't agree with. It's a little insane. Culture is very strange. And it seems like people just want... uh, Maybe they're brainwashed by reality TV. Like, Holly Berry can't play Catwoman because she's not a cat. You know, only a fucking real Catwoman could play Catwoman. No. If Holly Berry wanted to play a fat dude or something uh, that was a starfighter, fucking who cares? She's an actress or an actor or whatever you like. Even I'm going to get yelled at for that because I called her an actress and not an actor. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be malicious in my gendering of her profession. God damn it. If you're a fireman or a firewoman... Or if you call a woman that's a fu- You know what? I don't care anymore. I'm going to leave this planet very soon because you guys are really crazy. But I'm going to stick around for the sewer chatters out there. I'll be back next week with more Zindu news. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, I hope you don't catch any, like, space aids. Because Nick's really freaking me out. He, he was speaking a lot of mumbo-jumbo, but it, it kind of sounds true now. Also, I think uh, the Octarians were squirting viruses out in, in space for a long time trying to... Take over planets. Here we come, Earth. We're going to get you. <laughs> we'll be back next week. I hope this is true. 3 a.m., 11, 12, 1, 2, I think at the four-hour mark. We're going to fuck out of here. I hope you had a fucking great time, you fucking assholes. Uh, give me a call. Talk to you later, jerk. Shit, fuck. Yeah, it's closing time. We have to close up the shop. It's, uh... I think I hit everything. So, um... Yeah, we hit everything. Well, it'd be, uh... Sun cycles. It looks like cycle number 25 started December 2019. I'm gonna have to do some research to see if there was any weird flu that happened then. So, sun cycle 25, 2019... Did it cause a flu? Let's see. Wait, what? Let's listen to Paradouche Fly Me to the Moon, everybody. Have a great fucking everything. Love you all. Hope you had a fun time. I hope uh, you constantly have fun times because fun times is the only times to have in fucking real world. High five. High five. Karma. Karma fall.
karma, 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 karma. High five. See you guys next week. Sunspots and flu. Research it. Jim Lamb. My quote for today is from Michael Crichton. Working inspires inspiration. Keep working. If you succeed, keep working. If you fail, keep working. If you are interested, keep working. If you are bored, keep working. Right on, my brothers and sisters. Right on. Yeah.